In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Welcome to Brace and Ren and Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. My name is Brace Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Today, we will be not discussing an episode of Ned's Declassified, but we will be doing a survivor simulation featuring the characters of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, as well as giving a breakdown of our thoughts and overall feelings on season one of Ned's Declassified. Uh, with me, as always, to talk all things Ned's Declassified is one, Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going? Bryce, I'm very excited for this. Our uh, our original Survivor was a ton of fun, mm-hmm. and I think this has the potential to be even better, given, you know, we actually have characters with personality to play <laughs> with. Yes, we have characters who uh, have genuine thoughts and feelings, who interact with each other in this world as well. Uh, and what makes me happy is that, just like last time, we do have uh, an animal in the mix to potentially yep. win the season of Survivor. Are we going to see a Boomer Weasel, you know, are they both going to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, and the, the All-Stars is just going to be the Weasel and Boomer the Bear, uh, <laughs> collecting their million-dollar checks uh, with Survivor. Yes, uh, so this is kind of a wacky thing that we we did with Corey, we'll now do with Ned, we'll probably do it again as at one point while we watch Ned's. Um, I'm assuming we're going to do it for each season. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a ton of fun. Um, yeah. So we essentially... It, it stems from your personal love of Survivor, too. Yes. It, so I, I love, love, love Survivor. Uh, there is a website called Brant Steel where you can uh, upload and make kind of like randomized Survivor seasons. And um, they go ahead, the, episode, the season plays out with those characters. There's alliances that are formed. Uh, there's different advantages, and it's matched up to a specific Survivor season based on which one you make it. So this this time, Ren, um, it is patched up, uh, matched up to one of the probably the number one rated season of Survivor. If you were to ask uh, any average Survivor like connoisseur, this season is always at the top. Uh, Heroes versus Villains, which was a uh, the second all all star cast for uh, Survivor. And we'll be putting the Ned's characters through the ringer here to see who comes out on top. It's so much fun. I don't watch Survivor at all, but I love <laughs> this. It just it captivates me on such a deep level. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it is it's gonna be a really good time. Um for those of you who are Ned's fans and not Survivor fans, let me give you a little pitch about what, what's about to go down. Um so hopefully you'll you'll stick around. Um so we have picked uh, pretty much, we have 10, well, 20 characters from Ned's Declassified Season 1 um, split up into two tribes. The two tribes will be competing against each other. Uh, each week, the losing tribe will have to go to tribal council where they will vote one person off of their tribe. Uh, eventually, the tribes will potentially swap. So you have um, members from one tribe being swapped onto the other and vice versa. 
And then eventually, uh, about halfway through the simulated season, we'll reach what's known as the merge, where the two tribes or possibly three tribes will merge into one tribe. At that point, they will compete for individual immunity each week, um, and everyone will go to tribal council, vote one person out until we are down to a final three, uh, in which case the uh, contestants voted off in the uh, in the merge phase will be part of the jury, and they will vote for a single winner of uh, a million dollars in funny money here. And uh, if I remember right, mm -hmm. each week we like we the way the game works, the website you generate the the next week, and then we read out what each character does. Yes, like, yes, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Uh, they'll form alliances, mm -hmm. and. Um, They'll also see sometimes characters will find possibly like a hidden advantage, um, which I'll explain those as those come up uh, and we'll have like people might get into fights, might mistrust each other. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and we're going to apply what we know about these characters to the situations that are presented in front of us. Uh, yeah. I'm excited, but I do have to address <laughs> two things where we sure. go for it. At some point in this episode, we need to figure out what our halloween special is for next week yes yes we do and we need to do our we need to do report cards sure sure yes so let's do um it's the top of the show yeah. so i think now makes sense to check out the halloween poll okay yes, so let it. me let me quickly pull that up um ren do you want to just remind us what um what was this poll for this poll was for us to decide what movie or TV shows we'd be watching for Halloween. Yes. Um, you and I had pitched uh, six different possibilities. We will check and see what has come up. Um, so here's the poll. We have three votes. Excellent. <laughs> so we'll see if this is a three-way tie or if there is a, a clear champion and winner here. We'll discuss from there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We have a three-way tie between uh, looks to be Saw, Phantom of the Megaplex, and The Final Destination. Wow. So how do we want to determine which of these three we will watch and then discuss in next week's episode of the podcast? Let's find a random number generator, assign each movie a number from one to three. Whichever one wins is what we watch. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Three-sided dice. Google. All right. Uh, do we, what do we, what do we want to assign the number one to? Uh, Saw. Okay, Saw, because it's the first in the series, right? Yeah. Uh, Final Destination. Can be three, because it's the fifth. Yes, naturally. And then Phantom of the Megaflex would be two. because we've seen it twice together twice. now. Yes, and this could potentially make a, a, a third time. Yeah. So, okay. You ready for me to roll? You can see I'm the ready. roll on screen? Okay. Okay, so that's I clicked it twice, but that works out fine. So right, okay. <laughs> the number two came up. It wouldn't so be any watching, other way. We're watching Phantom of the Megaplex. Yes, um, we will be doing Phantom of the Megaplex uh, this week. We will watch that, that. That's on Disney Plus, right? It is on Disney Plus. Yes, All right, excellent. That'll be easy. Um, imagine if you and I just found out that we had to pay actual real life money for um, Phantom of the Megaplex. How much would you be willing to pay? Good question. I. I have to pay real life money for season two of Ned soon. Uh, <laughs> I paid like seven bucks to own it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's that's reasonable. You know, it's not a super popular movie. It doesn't, mm-hmm. It's not really distributed on. I don't believe it has a physical distribution. No, I would I, I would guess it does not. Do you think? Um, what if there was a, like a microtransaction in the middle where you could get like the first half free, and but then pay for the second half. Second half, yeah. How much would you pay after watching the first half for the second half? <sighs> hmm. Like I feel like three fifty is a good DLC price, but I'd be upset if I had to pay more to get the monologue expansion pack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty pretty upsetting um to get the real character development hidden behind a paywall. Uh that'll be that's fun. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, be so a exciting. Lot to laugh about. So we'll we'll do Brace and Ren in the Phantom of the Megaplex next week. Uh, get your <laughs> Halloween hats on. Should be a really good time. So all right. Uh, and then for the report cards Ren, I figure we'll do that um after after this probably before we discuss the overall season yep all right so we have two starting tribes here ren uh in the world of nedzi classified i felt like this was a fair divide um (laughs) yeah uh, we have the bus nine tribe the this tribe was introduced to us last week these are characters who all are on bus number nine um and then the other tribe that we have going into this is the rapping teachers tribe also introduced to us last week these are students uh, sorry these are the teachers who after school um have a rap club together there are a few members of this tribe uh, we'll introduce them all individually in a second who maybe aren't necessarily part of the rapping teachers but i feel like fit into um <laughs> potentially this group <laughs> i i there was no better way to divide it no no um all right, so let's let's find out first who we have on the bus nine tribe. Okay, uh, Ren, who is our first contestant? None other than Backpack Boy. Yeah, what, how do we think Backpack Boy is gonna fare out in the wilderness here in Survivor? Well, with that massive backpack, he could theoretically be prepared for any situation. Yes, and we know that it doesn't need outlet. You know, it's self-powered, self-charging in some mm-hmm. regard turns him into a superhero yeah i feel like in a real real life survivor backpack boy could win it because you get to bring like one thing with you right yeah this is his one thing his backpack it's like with a genie <laughs> you know you ask for more wishes mm-hmm. if you can bring one thing you bring your backpack full of stuff to survivor filled with things and uh, yeah i feel good about him do we think he's gonna bring the uh behemoth with him i feel like that could be a double-edged sword yes he clearly doesn't feel like he's ready for it no no, and and that, this... over, that overwhelming pressure might, you know, it might draw attention that could get him voted off. Yeah, this could be the, um, not the right arena to try out the behemoth for him. I'd say no. Yeah, I do, um, I do also feel good about him here. I think that if he runs into conflict, he could potentially put someone in a backpack, uh, and then hurl them across the, the beach. Ocean. Yeah, or in, into the <laughs> ocean. Yes. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, perhaps he could do it yet again to one Claire Sawyer future <laughs> lawyer who is joining him on the Bus 9 tribe. I don't think her legal know-how will do her much good, but mm-hmm. her ability to communicate should make her a competent and natural leader. Yeah, I, I do see her being looked at as someone who a lot of people can trust here, um, but I worry about her looking too fine into the lines of the rules of each challenge um if there's any advantages looking really into the specifics of when they can and can't be used really getting caught up in the the lingo 
I could also see her failing to motivate others, getting, you know, getting on their nerves. Mm -hmm. Yep. Or maybe like making kind of like a, a promise that like we saw last week, right? Where Ned thinks that he's good because Loomer's going on a date to the mall, but little did Ned realize that he actually had to set it. It had to be Moe's for yeah. the contract to fall through. So Claire might set up deals like that for it's very specific. Uh, Ren, who's next? Coconut Head, who can use his head to smash <laughs> coconuts to bits and drink mm -hmm. all that juice to get stronger. Are you worried that he will be mistaken for Coconut? I am worried. I could very easily see Loomer accidentally killing him before week three. Yeah. Uh, it, it could be very brutal for Coconut Head uh, out on the beach, surrounded by coconuts. He could be sleeping, could be dark. Someone could grab his head, uh, try to, you know slice it open for a nice sip of coconut juice and little do we realize it was coconut head all along um we don't know too much about his personality though do we no you know he's a he's well we don't know too much but what we do know paints the picture of a very meek timid person yes you know he's yeah. not confident in himself he's insecure he's kind of goofy you know when, when he's with his friends he can be himself and he feels comfortable mm -hmm. but he strikes me as a Someone who's perpetually uncomfortable otherwise. Yeah, this could be a really nice spot for him to find himself, right? Yeah. You know, out of the wilderness, the outdoors, mm -hmm. the coconut bashing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we also have on this tribe, on the bus number nine tribe, we have Cookie. He's gonna die. Yeah, I don't <laughs> feel good about him here. He relies very heavily on technology, as we've seen in the show. He's part cyborg. Uh, I don't think he can handle the water too well he doesn't like to sweat as we know and it's get, these beaches get hot these yeah, challenges get difficult these are some of the sweatiest beaches on earth yeah uh i don't like him here he would not be my pick no i i think he's gonna have a bad time his google glass is gonna let him down mm -hmm. if he can even connect to the internet yeah i don't know if there's wi-fi out in fiji uh on these beaches so Rent, who um who is Cookie playing like do you think Cookie will potentially align with this next person? I could see Cookie aligning with Lisa Zemo, but I feel like Lisa Zemo would have to initiate it. Yeah. As we've seen, Lisa Zemo has a huge crush on Cookie. Mm -hmm. We're gonna see that play out in the next two seasons. How yeah. it's going to affect Survivor, we don't know though. Well, uh are Cookie and Lisa Zemo uh legally obligated to align here? Well, they are both nerd characters and going by Nickelodeon law, yes. Yeah, well, I, I was I, I was alluding to the initial uh, legal document that Lisa Zemo put into place with Claire Sawyer. Oh, you're right. Uh, so I don't know if that'll, you know, they have to have lunch together every day. Uh, you know, Survivor's a feast, so it's kind of lunch all the time. <laughs> that, that could be a new motto, you know, maybe you should send that in. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll email Jeff Probst and I'll, I'll survive. It's always a feast, you know, <laughs> feast all the time. Some variations. Yeah. Um, so... I don't think Loomer, who's also on the Bus 9 tribe, I don't think that he is going to be able to um, not lose himself here. Do you mean, like, emotionally lose himself? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's day two or three. He's going to be hungry. He's going to start really, you know, being a little bit of a nut job. Do you think any Survivor, any, any contestant on Survivor has ever considered cannibalism? Uh, no. Like, not no. even for, like, fun? Has considered it? I don't think so. 
I don't think that they've genuinely considered. There's a, a, a think, some... think of how great of an upset that would be for a season, though. Yes. Um, uh, Survivor <laughs> contestant Eden. Um, By during, while game. filming production. Yeah. <laughs> that would shut that down right away. Uh, no, they're being watched 24-7. They're not going to let someone eat someone else. <laughs> That's not happening. I'm yeah. just saying, it, you know, if they really want to get it on HBO or something. <laughs> there's a there's a contestant um shane powers i don't know maybe related to, to seth powers who may or may not be uh, on the one of the beaches here um but there's a contestant shane powers who uh kind of loses it uh at, when he plays uh and he has a rock that he calls his cell phone and almost all day he makes phone calls and text sends text messages with the cell phone so that's what i picture loomer doing here I think right. Loomer kind of gets to that level of of out of it. I think that'd be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but is he is he gonna have his head in the game ran, or do you think his head is gonna be on his heart? Well, we know Moses is gonna be in bus nine, so this is gonna be a tough time for Loomer. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be distracted, he's gonna be unhelpful. Yeah. But most can pick up the slack. And Ren, just for the canon's sake, are they playing this right this is is this right after bus nine has left for the day? Like they get on bus nine and they leave to go play Survivor? So the next thirteen weeks of school are or fourteen weeks. It's it's fourteen episodes. Uh yeah, it looks it. Yeah. 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 So the next fourteen weeks of school for them, this is it. Mm-hmm. And then uh by then when we start watching season two, that'll be like the that's how much time has passed. Okay. We'll be that'll be post survivor. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so good to know. So in this case then, uh Mose has alluded to Loomer looking nice. Loomer is looking very uh proper. Yeah. In this rendition. And Mose well, has he looks nice here at Survivor. Yeah. Mose, so when Mose we talk has... about Loomer, think of him and looking nice. Yes. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh, Moe's could also make some connections with a couple of the girls on the tribe. Um, we see her have that like awkward interaction with Susie Crabgrass last week. This could be where it could all come together, all bloom. That's true. Um, but we also know them to be very competitive. So, um, our lead man is here, Ren. Ned, look at him. Mm-hmm. Look at that smile. Yeah. Are you surprised to see Ned here in the game? I'm not surprised to see Ned here in the game, but I don't expect him to last long. Yeah. Are his tips coming with him? I think he's going to try, but I think he's going to get out overpowered quickly. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be like, uh, tip number uh, seven. Uh, when then, you uh, first Martin land on the Bowman's beach. We're going to put his fingers on Ned's mouth. And <laughs> Shut up. Stop with the tips. Stop Wrong with the survivor. tips. Mm-hmm. Yes. But he does. He has... He's the only person playing who has written a survival guide before. I feel like Ned would be that contestant who's trying to become a big influencer because of it. Okay. He's looking for, he's here for the clout. Yeah, he's here for the clout. Okay. Uh, what about Martin Squirrely? Isn't his name Martin Quirly, but we just call him Squirrely? I think so. Yes. <laughs> I just want to clarify that. Yes. Okay. Yep. I think he's going to do great. He's a fast talker. And that's really um, all you need in Survivor, right? Yeah, so he has the social game down, potentially. People might be annoyed by how much he talks, though. Or maybe he'll make them think of home. Yeah, when you look at me, you see home. 
<laughs> something that he could be saying. You know, you're never alone when you're with me. <laughs> Martin Quarley. Mm-hmm. Quarley. Yeah. But also, like, if you're looking for trust, someone who goes by the nickname of Squirly is not someone who I feel like I'd be willing to trust. Well, maybe that's how he gets you to trust. <laughs> you know, it's it's reverse psychology. You think yeah. you can't trust him, but you can. You can. Uh, and then our last bus number nine tribe member, Ren. One Susie Crabgrass herself. She has the potential to win this all. Why do you say that? Because the show treats her like she does. Yeah, so she reminds me a lot, not just in like personality, but in looks as well as the um, person who came in second in this season, uh, who has previously won the game before, won Parvati Shallow. Mm. Uh, she reminds me a lot of her. So I do see her going very far in this season. Do you think she'll win? I don't know. I think her and Moe's are going to need to duke it out and either be together or I think that they'll eat each other alive. Yeah. This is going to be so not much literal, fun. Though, Ren. Just... Not literal, though, Not literal. I... No eating on this in this game. They're not going to eat each other, actually. <laughs> I just want to be very clear. No cannibalism. The fact it's all random- randomized is going to make this so fun. <laughs> I can't wait to explain some of these away when they yeah. happen. And well, even better, like you think this is fun, Ren. That's only half the cast. That's right. It is only... like a rapping teacher's crowd <laughs> to get through. Yes. So most of these folks we did see rapping last week. Uh, like yeah, I said, a few both. of them um, maybe were absent or <laughs> not a teacher. Fired. But, yeah, fired. Uh, our first member of the rapping teacher <laughs> tribe. She is the one who's really going to bring the team together, I think. Unite them with one one unity, uh, one force. Coach Durga. More like Captain Durga, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's definitely going to have that Captain energy. Is that going to put a target on her back? It will, but I feel like she wants that target there because it'll motivate her to kind of, you know, get out of the way, get more aggressive with her game. Yeah, when I think of Coach Durga, I do th- I think of, like, Perseverance. Mm-hmm. Right. So I do see her persevering here and really pushing far. Um, I think that she's the athletic ability that this team needs as well. So I see her being a strong asset to this That's group. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, as far as when he was younger, we know Dusty Chopsaw was a class president. But is he going to be a leader as well? on the rapping teacher tribe or will he kind of will that combat against coach Durga's energy well he may have been class president but keep in mind he used the funds for himself true so he's smart so he, he was a bad leader mm-hmm. but he outwitted right he, he did what he needed to do yeah he got what he wanted in the end mm-hmm. so that he could be a threat he could be very dangerous in the long run yes uh did he bring any power tools with him he's allowed to bring one thing so i'm assuming he brought like one big power tool that has mm-hmm. all the tools in it. Yeah, and that I think that that gives this tribe a huge advantage because they will have probably the best shelter ever seen in yeah, Survivor. He can build a house. He could. Yeah, they'll have a two a two floor house, three bathrooms, well, the four bedrooms. Are out in the rain and cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be putting that together. Um, but with that said, Ren, is is the house gonna be uh? Solid, or will it be a little bit chaotic with this next person? With Gordy in that house, Bryce, mm-hmm. everything's gonna be a mess. Yeah, yeah, he's he's here. 
Uh, he will have to clean up every mess he makes. The night guy is not going to show this time. But Gordy's not going to clean. He's going he's no. gonna to let the filth pile up. Will his laziness drive the rest of the teachers, like, mad? It will, but it might not come into, come into place soon enough to knock Gordy out. Okay. The teachers might prioritize other teachers with more negative traits. Yep. Yep. He might be able to just float on by. Uh, and when you say more negative traits, are you thinking about Mr. Gross, who is here on the Rapping Teachers Tribe? While I think Cookie will die, I hope Mr. Gross dies. Yes, Mr. Gross, uh, most people come to Survivor pretty clean, such as Loomer on, on the Bus 9 tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mr. Gross is coming here already a disgusting mess of a human being. He's been surviving. Yes, he is more disgusting than a fish. Um, he, this is him, although he has had like, uh, what, mouthwash sprayed at him. Um, that was a few weeks ago, though. Yeah, it was weeks I think, ago. I think it's uh, evaporated by now. He's here. He's disgusting. Um, he, They don't let him into the house, I'm assuming. No, not at all. He has to sleep outside like a dog. Yes. Because uh, they just can't possibly stand the stench of him. Um, but while well, he's outside the house, of the dog house, um, the real, the main dog, uh, DJ... F- Monroe uh, Fox. Monroe Fox <laughs> is here. <laughs> Monroe Fox. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like him. I don't know why he's main cast, but I've always liked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's very positive. He's a very positive presence, which uh, you know, long rainy days here in Survivor, lots of losses sometimes. He could be really necessary for this tribe to succeed. Yeah, he knows how to motivate. He knows how to delegate. Mm-hmm. He knows how to keep people's spirits high. Yeah. Um, what about his his relationships with uh, anyone here? Do we think he has? Because uh, I think his relationships in general have not really been proven or tested. I think he respects someone like Mister Sweeney. Mm-hmm. He doesn't particularly like him. Yeah. Uh, Mister Sweeney is he gonna scare everyone away? I don't think he'll scare his fellow teachers away. Mm-hmm. But I think there's one person in this house who's going to be very uncomfortable. Okay. Um, who, who's going to be very uncomfortable? Uh, that's going to be Seth Powers, Bryce. Yeah. So we have um, Mr. Sweeney is here, the science teacher. He'll he'll be probably being pretty intense. Um, I think he would be good though to be like starting the fire potentially if needed. Yeah, he knows science. Yeah. He can do chemicals. Yeah. I think Sweeney can start a fire. I think he can start a chemical fire. Okay. Uh, with the chemicals that he potentially brought? I mean, he he gets to bring one thing, right? Yeah, Let he does. The chemicals. Okay. Uh, what kind of chemicals? Like, wh- whatever makes fire. Science. Science chemical. You know, those little, vi- the colorful vials. The, like, bubbling. They go... Mm-hmm. And when you put them together, they make a new science color. Ooh chemicals yeah so he'll be doing that to to impress the tribe yeah so he's here like you said with uh seth powers who's seth is the only student on the tribe that's right but of all the students he could rap the most i bet and that's why we have him with the rapping teachers i'm assuming yeah um so here's um bus nine is pretty full 
Yeah. It's pretty full, and I felt like we couldn't possibly do a season without Seth Powers. <laughs> no, no, we couldn't. I, I feel like this is the best way to break it down. Yeah, I needed, and I didn't feel, I felt like of any student to put in with the teachers, he would uh, be best here because he is, he's bringing the chaos, in my opinion. <laughs> he is. Uh, and I think he's going to absolutely drive Mr. Wright uh, insane. He will. Mr. Wright's not going to like this living situation. No. Uh, Mr. Wright, he's very clean, very proper. Like, he has his single way of thinking, and that's how it is. Yeah, I don't think that uh, it's going to be good for Mr. Wright and Seth Powers. This tribe does have one massive advantage, though. And what's that? The lunch lady. They can see the future, Red. They can see the future, and she is a professional cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they do... I feel like this tribe has a lot going on right they got a house they have fire they got strength with coach durga they can tell the future i mean um, if, if this were a real season of survivor called children versus adults i'm definitely putting my money on the adults <laughs> but some of these adults are like they're older right yeah but like these kids are all like 12 <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> it's true um and so rounding out Ren, our rapid teacher's tribe is the weasel. That's gonna be a nightmare for Gordy. He Gordy will not be able to focus on the game because day in day out he will be focused solely on taking down the weasel. I really hope the weasel wins. I want a boomer win. So I think the weasel is a fan favorite going in, but I don't see that he's going to make it far. I could see him getting voted out. You know, yeah. if Gordy gets what he wants. Mm -hmm. Because also, how is he going to communicate with his tribe? How did Boomer? True. You know, he found a way. Love finds a way. All right, let's, um, are you ready to, to dive in and see what these alliances look like, starting with the Bus 9 tribe? Yes, let's go. Okay. All right, so we have two main alliances here okay. in the Bus 9 tribe. Uh, some interesting combos, in my opinion. <laughs> we have Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, who is paired up with Ned and Susie Crabgrass. So interesting. To me, what, what do you think this threesome is? What is the situation? Okay. So first thing to point out, these characters have loyalty stats that go with them. Yes. Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, has a six. Ned has a seven. Susie Crabgrass has a five. That tells me that Ned initiated this alliance. He had Claire Lawyer come up with the legal document. That's why she's a six. She's not as emotionally invested, but she's invested enough to come up with the document gathering, you know, aligning them. And then Susie's a five because she had to be convinced and she's a little bit on the fence. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I completely agree with that. I think that Ned, um, yeah, I think Ned went to Claire and was like, hey, draw something up. I want Susie to be in an alliance with me. And so Claire drew it up and Susie was like, I'll take it. Because you, you never say no to an alliance. Yeah. But I think it's like, just because this is maybe the first thing given to Susie. Right? It's obvious on Ned's part to reach out. Yeah. Yeah, especially like he just had a really awkward day with her um, where he ditched her at a dance. And so she's not going to be super loyal loyal to this to start, but no. it's something, right? When you have numbers, you have numbers. Uh, our other... <laughs> like, what is this combo, Ren? Our other alliance, we got Lisa Zemo, uh, Loomer, and Squirrely. And the Zemo and Loomer, their loyalty is a nine, and Squirrely's an eight. <laughs> This is the uh, Heartbreak Club. This is our strongest alliance. So you think the Heartbreak Club? That's right. Lisa Zemo's pining for Cookie. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Loomer's pining for Moe's. Yes. Coralie's pining for Ned. Okay. Yeah, I don't. We haven't really seen that last piece play, uh, come into play, but it's very possible. Yeah, it happen. Um, and they're all looking at each other. I think Zemo realizes that she could be on the bottom, right? She's maybe weaker. She has to yeah. do her like nasal uh, spray and stuff. And so Loomer is a nice strong body, and Squirrely as well is probably looking at Loomer as someone who's strong. Um, and and Loomer's in an emotional and vulnerable state right now. Yeah. So, you know, his 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 henchmen aren't here, mm-hmm. so he's looking to make them his new henchmen. Yes, yes. Uh, Squirrely is the crony here. Yes. Okay. Uh, and so that's there are starting alliances on the Bus Nine Tribe. We'll check out uh, now uh, the rapping teachers who we have a lot. <laughs> Red, what's this first alliance? Who who do we got? Uh, so we got Mister Gross, <laughs> Mister Wright, and the Weasel. Mister Gross is a seven. Mister Wright has a six. The Weasel has a six. What happened okay. here? Mister Wright getting fed up bunking with Seth. So mm-hmm. Mr. Gross, who has a free bed because no one wants to, you know, bunk with him, is like, oh, Mr. Wright, you can come sleep with me. Yes. Right. Well, it's better than this hooligan with his basketball. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Gross has been keeping the weasel as a pet. Yeah. And Mr. Wright's okay with it because he loves animals. Yeah, the weasel lives in Mr. Gross's uh, trash on the island. <laughs> yeah. Lives in the little trash pit. So Mr. Wright has really fallen here. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's kind of taking what he can get. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then this next alliance seems in my, like, I know the numbers that they give are the average strength is six and stuff. But to me, this seems like a really good group. It, this group makes sense, but I think the loyalty of the highest member implies that they initiated it. And he's the <laughs> wrong person to be in charge here. It could have been an, uh, like out of intimidation. Yeah, right? that's what I'm thinking. So we have Coach Durga, Mr. Monroe, Mr. Sweeney, and the lunch lady who are all aligned with each other. I think... Um, Sweeney naturally went for Durga due to her athletics and then wanted Monroe because of his, uh, he's, his social skills are just so top notch. He can really bring people together. And then the lunch lady for the ability to see the future and provide a good meal. But right. Sweeney went about it wrong. He's at an eight loyalty. The rest are all out of five. They're a little bit shaky with it. I wonder, um, if they're feeling stronger with each other than they are with Sweeney himself. Potentially. That's what I'd think. So, all right. Um, and so we're going to take a look at the um, reward challenge, okay? All right. Let's go ahead and do that. All right. Uh, Ren, why don't you read to us what this challenge is? <clears throat> Battle dig. The tribes would face off in pairs. The four castaways would race along the beach to dig up a single bag in a designated lane. The castaways would then have to race back to their respective finish mat. The first person to be touching the bag in their mat would score a point for their tribe. The first tribe to score three points would win. Yes, so we have the uh, the rapping teachers winning battle dig here. Yes. So they're, um, like you said, they're racing, they're digging up this bag, and then having to pretty much fight the other people to bring it back to uh, a starting point. They're strong, they're adults, it makes sense. Yeah, they're grown-ups. They wouldn't, they're they wouldn't flint, but do we think they even need it? No, Chop Saw's got that covered. Yeah. Yes, I think that they're fine. So we're going to move ahead, it looks like, to the immunity challenge, Ren. All right. Ready? All right. Um, so I don't think I don't think we necessarily need to go through, and I don't think we did it last time, The each and every like individual challenge and stuff. Well, I think it's fun to visualize, though. Okay. 
Okay, so <laughs> this has uh, six members from each tribe would race to assemble a boat from seven pieces and seven planks and then paddle the boat out into the ocean to light the torch from the raft. And so once the six members return with the fire and the seven planks, the remaining four tribe members would assemble a puzzle. The seven planks from the boat would be used to assemble a ladder to the top of a platform and place the completed puzzle in a slot halfway up. The first tribe to have their whole tribe at the top of the platform and light their fire barrel would win. Lock, load, and light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is um, actually incredibly similar and uh, alludes to the first ever Survivor Challenge. Uh-huh. So I think that that's what they're going for here. Uh, are we surprised that the rapping teachers are the first tribe to win immunity here? I am not. Of course Chopsaw was able to assemble a boat for them. Yes. Uh, in fact, this is basically his playing ground. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like he didn't even use the materials that they gave them. Um, I think he probably just probably threw those into the water and then quickly ripped apart a tree and made a boat. I believe uh, that. I think yes. that's what happened. Yes. Yeah, so the Rapping Teachers, they're going to win immunity. No one from the Rapping Teachers tribe will be going home this week. Lucky them. Great way to start, right? I'm feeling good for Gordy. I was worried about him week one. Me too. So, um, yeah, things are looking good. All right. And so uh, over at bus nine, so bus nine has lost. Uh, Lisa Zemo found the idol. Uh, so nice. this is a convention. This is known as the Hidden Immunity Idol. Uh, to those who don't watch Survivor, essentially what this does is Lisa Zemo can play the Hidden Immunity Idol um, after the, uh, so she plays it uh, after the votes have been cast, but before they have been read. So if she plays it on herself or plays it on someone else, whoever she plays it on uh, will be essentially immune for that tribal council. Um, uh, the story of how she found the, found the idol is actually kind of sad. Oh, how is it? No one really wanted to talk to her. And it was, you know, it was getting late. Everyone was starting to, like, you know, kind of get ready to sleep. She couldn't find a place to bunk. So she started walking into the woods, got lost, but ran into the idol. Oh. And then the idol led her back. Mm-hmm. Because it was attached to a string. Which led back to the camp. Exactly. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, so she, she did get lucky here. She found it. Do we think she's going to need it at this first tribal? Is she I don't in know. I, I don't, I don't think know. she is. She has an alliance. Yeah. So I don't think so. Okay. Uh, at the Rapping Teacher's Tribe, no one has found the Rapping Teacher Idol. No one really need from it. the Idol this round. Okay. Tribal Council. All right, so Ren, this is going to be Tribal Council. And the votes will be cast here. Okay. And whoever gets the most amount of votes will be the first one eliminated from uh, Nedzi Classified School Survivor Guide. Lisa Zemo has the best tribe idol, as we know. The castaways all vote. Lisa Zemo does not play the idol. So the first vote goes to Susie Crabgrass. The second vote goes to Susie Crabgrass. The third vote goes to Cookie. So that's two votes Susie, one vote Cookie. Fourth vote goes to Susie Crabgrass. The fifth vote goes to Cookie. So that's three votes Susie, two votes Cookie. The sixth vote goes to Cookie. Damn! The seventh vote goes to Cookie. So that is four votes Cookie, three votes Susie. Oh my god! The eighth vote goes to Susie Crabgrass. So we are tied 4-4. Four, four. The fifth vote, or the eighth vote goes to, sorry, the ninth vote goes to Cookie. And the 10th vote and first player leaving the game is Cookie. Ren, you called this. I did. He died. He died day one. Yeah, he... 
it was not long for the game at all. The man who relies on technology put out on a beach in Fiji. This is not his thing. I think he wanted to go home, though. I think he was complaining. Yeah. Yeah, he, he said, please, guys, vote me out. Please. Um, do you want to see how the castaways voted? Yes. Okay. So it looks like we had Backpack Boy, Claire Sawyer, Coconut Head all voted for Cookie. Okay. Um, along with Moe's and Ned voting for Cookie. So, so this definitely confirms my theory that Cookie wanted to go home. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Susie Crabgrass as well also voted for Cookie. And then, so the Alliance did vote together there. And then Squirrely, um, Loomer, Lisa, and Cookie all voted for Susie Crabgrass. So that it was pretty much that Alliance against the other Alliance. This, this makes sense. Yep. All right, so this is going to be our next episode. Okay. Uh, we will go to the Alliances. We're checking in on them. Um, no change here. No changes with the Bus 9 Tribe Alliance. We'll check and see with the Wrapping Teachers. Uh, wrapping Teachers look to... No change. ...be about the same as well. Uh, we'll check out the Immunity Challenge here. Uh, <clears throat> Red, why don't you read this one? A great idea. In pairs, the castaways would race across a field to retrieve six large crates painted in their tribe's colors. Once all six crates were retrieved, the tribes would have to stack the crates into a staircase with the name of their tribe in alignment along the sides. The first tribe to complete the staircase and get all of their members up to the staircase to the top of the platform would win. And who won? Bus 9. They receive a tarp. Yeah, so that's... I'm kind of happy. I was afraid that there was going to be a big wipe here, and I'm glad that both tribes are going to need to go to tribal council in the first two episodes. It makes it more fun that way, I think. Yep. Yeah, and then they'll bring us to an uh, even nine for each. So let's see. All right. <laughs> so Lisa Zemo, we're looking at tribe events here. Lisa Zemo has the bus nine tribe idol, but Red. Okay. <laughs> but Red. Coconut Head has isolated him from the rest of the tribe. No, no one, one wants to align with him. <laughs> What's going wrong for Coconut Head? Has he did he bring the the bubble um the bubble popping suit out <laughs> too early? People didn't like him busting everyone's coconuts with his head. Oh my goodness! I can't believe he had to exile himself from the yeah. tribe. He said, "I'm gonna go sit over here." And this is um shocking. It's good that they're not going to tribal council tonight, right? Otherwise, he yes. would probably be a lock to go home. I don't think we saw this particular thing happened in the Cory and the House Survivor either. Oh, no. This is nope. so funny. <laughs> Poor Coconut Head. He's alone on the beach. And then let's check in with our rapping teachers, okay? Um, all right, so Dusty Chopsaw found the idol. Nice. Good for okay. him. I'm glad he found it. If yes. not Gordy. Yep, so he found it. Um, he was maybe looking around for some nice sturdy uh, wood to use uh, on the barn that he's building outside of their house and uh stumbled ac across the idol so he has that going into tonight's tribal and then the rapping teachers alliance with sweeney monroe durga and lunch lady has increased to nine they all have nine this is now a very strong alliance they are incredibly strong and this is going to be quite the uh the feat to see if they can overcome it i think what happened was that first night sweeney got them all around a bonfire because he could sense the tension and he actually opened up and it was like, this, this is me. 
This was my relationship with my father. This is why I'm a science teacher. And everyone was like, wow, thank you. That, that's what we needed to hear. Because when you first came to us, Mr. Sweeney, you were very intimidating. We were all feeling like a five loyalty. But now after you opened up this way about your vulnerable relationship with your father, we're all at a nine. Yeah. So you, you think um, it was like they had a breakfast club moment. Definitely. Yeah. And it brought them all together. Well, whatever he did, Ren, it worked. Because they are now strong going in to tribal council. This is going to be uh, very interesting to see how this turns out. All right. We are now at tribal council, Ren. Ooh, all right. Okay. Uh, Dusty Chopsaw does not play the idol. Okay. Okay. So all votes are cast. The first vote is going to go to Mr. Gross. Makes sense. The second Man, vote thanks. goes to Mr. Gross. Reasonable. The third vote goes to Seth Powers. He's a kid hanging out with a bunch of adults. Yeah, th they're like, what are you doing here? And Get, get he, this kid out. You're not a teacher. Yeah. No, no. He can't connect with any of them as well. Um, the fourth vote goes to Seth Powers. That's two yep. votes Seth, two votes Mr. Gross. The fifth vote goes to Mr. Gross. The All sixth right. vote goes to Seth Powers. Kind of ping-ponging back and forth here. Yeah, so that's that's three votes Seth, three votes Mr. Gross, um, four votes left. The seventh vote will go to Mr. Gross. The eighth vote will go to Mr. Gross. All right. So we're, we got five votes Mr. Gross. The ninth vote goes to Seth Powers. And the tenth and final vote is going to go to Mr. Gross, who will be leaving us tonight uh, against the vote of six to four. I bet they're very glad to have Mr. Gross out of that house. Yeah, he was not, uh, yeah, he was definitely not good for them. That's for sure. Honestly, I'm just glad we don't have to talk about Mr. Gross. I, I don't like his presence. I don't like him around. He's, I think, my least favorite character on a whole from Ned's, especially from the teacher's side. You know, I don't like that kind of gross-out, yucky humor. He's basically a living fart joke without any real elegance to him. He's appeared twice now. That's that's two times too many. I'm glad he's gone. Everyone in that house gets a peace of mind now. Um, I am so happy you just gave a Mr. Gross monologue. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it, Bryce. I, you know, we've come a long way this one season since Mr. Gross's first appearance, and I just, I really pray to God we never see him again. Yeah, I don't, there's, lucky for you, there's no, like, uh, like, challenge where they can come back or anything like that this season, so he's gone. I'm glad. That's good, good, very good reassuring. Yes. Uh, let's see how they voted, although I think it's going to be pretty uh, straightforward with the alliances that are made, right? Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see who else voted with them. So we had Durga Chopsaw, um, who voted for Mr. Gross. Um... Monroe voted for Mr. Gross. Sweeney voted for Mr. Gross. Mr. Wright uh, votes for Seth Powers. That's interesting. Uh, Seth and the lunch lady also voted for Mr. Gross. Yeah, so it looks well, like... Seth votes for Mr. Gross because he's trying to stay safe. He is. Yeah, so it looks like Seth and potentially is Chopsaw the other one that's not formally in that alliance? I think so. Yeah, so it looks like Seth and Chopsaw are um, potentially interested in uh, grouping up with this crew. So let's uh let's keep going, Ren. All right. So we got uh two tribes of nine now going into this third episode. Uh, well, the check in on our alliances doesn't look like 
Anything uh, changed. Anything has changed. With Bus 9, we still have Ned, Claire, Sawyer, and Susie, and then uh, the Heartbreakers in Zemo, Loomer, and Squirrely. Oh, the heart, Heartbroken, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, and then the Weasel and Mr. Wright are together. They are now linked. Mr. Um, Wright is taking care of the Weasel now? Yeah, they're now linked now that Mr. Gross is, is out of the picture. Probably At least Mr. Upset. Wright has his own room. True. Yeah, and then we have this immunity challenge coming up, Ren. You ready? I'm ready. All right, so each player is going to use a sandbag here to push against the other player, and the first one to push the other into the mud pit wins the round. The first tribe to eight points wins. Sumo in mud. Yeah, could you believe that the kids here, Bus 9, was able to (laughs) sumo out the uh, rapping teachers? It was Backpack Boy. That backpack added some weight. Hmm. He's unable to be moved. Yeah. So put some steel grips in. Incredible. And, um, okay. So that's what we have here. So bus nine is safe again. The kids are good. The adults will be going back to tribal council. Who's in trouble here for the, uh, rapping teachers? Rapping teachers? Yeah. Bryce, you didn't even say what bus nine won. I did. Yeah. You did. They, they received sugar, coffee, a week's worth oh, of rice. What they win. The contestants' luxury item. I, I, it's okay. It's because in in Survivor Ren, all that is like it doesn't matter. But Bryce, I want the audience <laughs> to know that the kids have sugar coffee and a week's worth of rice. Yeah, that's important flavor dressing. Okay, that's very true. Um. Okay, so we have them with a ton of coffee. Squirrely's <laughs> gonna be hyped up. He will. And, One of them's um, gonna just be eating that sugar raw. Did Coconut Head have a hero moment at the challenge? Did he have a hero moment? No, I think he's still in exile. Okay, so he's still he didn't even go to the challenge. <laughs> he like he sat it out and watched. Yes, yes. Uh, all right. So then, bus nine. Let's see what's going on with them. <laughs> so funny enough, these kids just got coffee. Uh, Lisa Zemo still is the idol, and uh. The behavior of Squirrely is starting to rub the tribe the wrong way. He's talking too damn much, <laughs> especially now that he's had coffee. Mm-hmm. He's uh, javed up. All right, and now the rapping teachers. Um... Oh! Oh, no! Okay, I wonder what happened. So Ch- <laughs> Dusty Chopsaw has the rapping teacher's idol. We know that. And then this mate alliance that we had voting as a block last week... Um, Durga, Monroe, Sweeney, and the Lunch Lady. Their loyalty was at a 9, Ren. It now goes down to a 5 across uh, the board. So, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. Sweeney, seeing that the first night was a success, tried to do another uh, bonfire bonding session. Okay. Problem is, as he was telling them more about his father, they were siding with the dad. Got you. <laughs> Got you. Um, yeah, I was thinking that, so not only that, maybe he's like trying to provoke them into like, oh, now you tell me about like your issues with your dad. And they're, and like, they're, uh, they're like, I got no. along fine uh, with my dad, right? Maybe they're, they didn't have any dad issues. <laughs> uh, let's see how this vote goes down. All uh, right. Do, do we think that this will impact the vote? I think so, yes. Okay. I, I'm going to disagree. I don't think that it will. You don't think so? No, I, I think that they're still going to vote together. Okay. So Dusty Chopsaw has the rapping teacher tribe, uh, a tribe idol. Uh, he will not use it tonight, so he's feeling safe. Bryce, I'm feeling nervous. Okay, well, uh, 
the first vote goes to Gordy, who we've not heard much from at all. No, he's been he's been keeping a low profile. Been very quiet, trying to just be under the radar, not look the weasel in the eyes. Um, the second vote will go to Mr. Wright. Friend the of third, the weasel. The third vote will go to Gordy. The fourth vote will go to Gordy. The fifth vote will go to Gordy. That's four votes, Gordy. One vote, Mr. Wright. Oh, God. All right. And then the sixth vote and player leaving tonight will be Gordy. No, I can't believe it. What an upset. Gordy gone this early is a damn shame. Eight votes, Gordy. One vote, Mr. Wright. An absolute damn shame. So how did this go down? So everyone voted for Gordy. Except so for one it, vote for Mr. Wright. It all comes back to Mr. Wright's alliance with the Weasel. But the Weasel voted for Gordy over Mr. Wright. Wait, what happened? Okay. I so think Mr. Wright and the, only the Weasel who voted for Mr. Wright. Who? Who do you Gordy think voted for the Gordy? Yep, you're right. And everyone, everyone else, else voted for Gordy. Gordy. Was it something he was doing that was driving them nuts? I think it's a combination of his laziness and the Weasel and Mr. Wright's alliance turning everyone against Gordy before Gordy could turn him against the Weasel. Got you. Think of it like this. You're the weasel. You survived a whole season against Gordy. You know what his game is. Mm -hmm. Get him out of that house now. Yeah. And now he can relax. Yeah. Right? He has yeah, he's his, got a friend in Mr. Wright. Has Mr. Wright, has the trash pile. Um, I could see those two going far together. Unexpected, right? But bonding over the loss of um, Mr. Gross. All right. We're looking at episode four here, Ren. Poor Gordy. I can't believe he's out, though. So soon. I know mallet and all. <clears throat> this this is this is a sad episode. So we're looking, yeah. This is the the um, post post mortem of Gordy here. Uh, with the rapping teacher tribe having eight, Seth Powers is hanging in there. Is that they? He's in there fine. That surprised the, me. Got a lot of votes last time, but Gordy, <clears throat> I just I don't know what happened. Poor Gordy. Maybe because he tried to vote out Mr. Gross before Seth. Yeah. Yeah, turn, turn him against him. Should have got the students out before the teachers. All right, we're going to check in on our alliances here, Ren. Um, still, nothing changed with Bus 9. They only have gone to Tribal once. They haven't really had to be tested much. No, they're, they're hanging in there. They're happy. Yes. Um, this strength, though, of the rapping teacher's tribe. So even though their loyalty was out of 5, their strength previously was out of 9. Meaning yeah, that they were all still it was still a pretty strong alliance. It's now down to a five. Things so, are getting shaky for them. Yes, there could be a um, a schism for sure, uh, here. And they're gonna go to the reward challenge. <clears> of... <throat> I got this one, bro. Okay, do it. <laughs> slip, slide, and score. A member from each tribe would slide across a slippery surface and grab a ball with a certain color and number suspended above them. They would have to toss it into a basket to score a point. <laughs> First try to score four points would win. So I'm surprised that this tribe that doesn't have Seth Powers wins this. Me too. But uh, maybe Seth was off that day, you know? people, mm -hmm. Other teachers are being mean to him. Yeah, well, so it says grab a ball with a certain color and number suspended above them. I think the numbers would have thrown him off. I was thinking the color, because he's always yeah. with his orange ball. Mm -hmm. Yes. He's like, I don't know what to do with a blue one. Yellow what ball. What do they win, Bryce? <laughs> Uh, they win two selected items from a Sears catalog. Well, that shows the age of this. I'm thinking uh, jeans and a table. <laughs> a single pair of jeans and a table? <laughs> yes. 
yeah, I can't wait to see what these coffeeed up kids are going to do with that. Um, yeah, so even though there's um, some different fractions within the tribe, uh, fractures within the tribe where we have uh, Coconut Head isolated and Squirrely hyped up on Java. everyone off. They're able to come together. Uh, but for the immunity challenge called Roll With It, where one castaway is going to be strapped into a wooden spherical cage. Pause. Um, which castaway on each tribe is strapped into a wooden spherical cage? They caged Seth Powers okay. for the rapping teachers. <laughs> and they asked, yeah, they were hoping that he wouldn't need to come out. And they caged Coconut Head for the mm-hmm. bus nine. They grabbed him and caged him. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Seth Powers versus Coconut Head in the cage. They're going to be rolled and navigate uh, two members rolling them who are blindfolded through a maze. Uh, the castaways inside the cage are then going to need to guide four blindfolded castaways into solving a table maze. The first tribe to finish the table maze wins. Um, the rapping teachers are going to come out on top here, not having to go to tribal council for the first for time. Them. They've been taking weeks. a beating. Yeah. Um, and this is good. I think Bus 9 needs to be tested a little bit more, show what's happening over there. They have some real standouts right now. Yeah. So, um We'll see. So Bus 9 will be going to Tribal Council, and we'll see how this plays out. Um, oh! Okay. Oh. So Lisa Zemo continues to have the idol, but Lisa Zemo and Moe's have a major fight. Now, is this going to matter where Moe's is not in either of the big alliances, either of the, the three alliances? The I think, I think Moe's may have just made herself a target. Okay. I think they probably got into an argument about Cookie going home. Mm-hmm. Maybe Lisa was like, I wish Cookie were here. And Mo's like, no, Cookie wanted to leave. Yeah. And things erupted from there. Mm-hmm. Maybe Lisa sprayed some nasal spray into Moses' eyes. Yes. Um, yeah, Moses has also been, just like Gordy, unexpectedly quiet here in this season. Um, I, th- I think the Ned-Susie alliance is kind of hurting her emotionally. Yes, she's bummed out that she isn't part of that. All right. So we'll see if that's going to impact things. Um as they were fighting about Cookie leaving. Uh, the Rapping Teachers Tribe... Uh, okay. <laughs> this is... Roller coaster ride, Ren. Uh, the Rapping Teachers, their alliance strength is still at a 5. However, they are back to being a level 9 loyalty for with each other. So, Sweeney, in a last-ditch effort to win his alliance back, yes. brought them all together finished telling his story about his father, and then he apologized, cried, and they all realized, all right, we can talk to you about our dads, Mr. Sweeney. Yes. So they finally, (laughs) finally opened up. Um, I also think, so I think something that could be part of it as well is Durga feeling like, even though she has the numbers, she's probably upset with how Sweeney's performing in these challenges. Yeah. So since they just won this past one, it was able for her to be like, okay, like, he's not that bad. Like, he's not as bad as I thought. Good point. Good point, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that challenge performance is really important to Durga. Um, Monroe probably, I, I th- picture Monroe as, like, uh, um, number two to Durga. I don't know why, I, I just that... imagine that's their dynamic. And then the lunch lady is, you know, she's very strong-willed and independent. Mm-hmm. Um, but she knows uh, kind of the same thing. as she She wasn't feeling Mr. Sweeney because he was very clearly trying too hard. So, all right. We're at tribal council already with the bus nine tribe. All right. This Simo is not going to play the bus nine tribe idol. However, um, the first vote will go to Martin 
Squirrely. The squirrely. All right, makes sense. The second vote will go to Backpack Boy. He's stealing too much focus. People are realizing he's a fan favorite and they want mm-hmm. him out. Yeah, he just dominated the challenge today. Dom- dominate. Or yesterday, right? There was one for coffee. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So the third vote is going to go to Backpack Boy. The fourth vote will go to Squirrely. That's two votes Backpack Boy, two votes Squirrely. The fifth vote will go to Moe's. Interesting. The sixth vote will go to Moe's. That's two Ooh. votes Moe's, two votes Squirrely, two votes Backpack Boy, and three votes left. The seventh vote will go to Backpack Boy. And the eighth vote will go to Moe's. So that's going to be four, uh, three votes Moe's, three votes Backpack Boy, two votes Squirrely, one vote left. <gasps> the ninth vote and the player leaving us will be Moe's. Wow. Lisa Lisa got what she wanted. Mm-hmm. So let's let's think about these votes here. So Lisa's emo talked to her heartbreak club of yep. Loomer and Squirrely said Moe's has gotta go. So that's three votes right there. They only needed one more. Who was that extra vote that voted for Moe's? Maybe Susie. So I'm gonna say so we see three votes here together for Backpack Boy. You're right. You're right. I'm going to guess that that's Ned, Claire, and Susie. I'm going to think that then the votes for Squirrely were going were um, Moe's, because Moe's was taking a shot at uh, Lisa Zemo's alliance. And then who does that remain? Coconut Head? I guess Coconut Head would be the only one. Okay. <laughs> Moe's, Moe's has been hanging out with Coconut Head in exile the whole time. Yes, well, check it out. Who are the four votes for Moe's? Yeah, so it was Coconut Head, Lisa Zemo, Loomer. And Squirrely. Wow. I'll see you together. So maybe they will bring Coconut Head in on more votes after this. Interesting. This was good. We had a multi-split. Now the tribes are sitting at eight apiece. We, we got to discuss something, though. Loomer yeah. voted to kick out Moe's. Yes. You think, you think he's feeling petty? I think he's feeling petty. I think Moe's told him, not a chance. Never. Especially not while we're on TV like this. Um... And he said, well, then, if you're not, like, here for that, there's no reason to keep you in the game. If I can't have you, Survivor can't have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't need you. And she pissed off Lisa Zemo, who he's gotten closer with. Yep. Right. Because Lisa uh, Zemo Luper kicked Luper? out Cookie, right? Yeah. So there, maybe that's their agenda. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So Ned, Ned's a target now. Ned could be a target, potentially. Okay. Looking at these bus nine alliances, no change. No changes. Things are still the same, which is surprising after a vote. But yeah, um, nothing much with the rap- rapping teachers <laughs> either. They're that'll you know the up and down alliance <laughs> with the four teachers of Durger, Monroe, Sweeney, and the lunch lady is going strong. Mister Rain the Weasel, I still think that they're um, they could be going for this, Ren. I think they might. I, I could see them might. if they get a good swap where they're together. I think things could really work out for them. Schmerg and Brawl? Yeah. Yeah, what is uh, this? In, in a walled-off arena, three members of each tribe battle for control of three balls. Once a castaway gets control of a ball, they pass the ball to three other tribe members standing on a platform who attempt to throw the ball through the opposing tribe's basket at the other end of the arena. One point is scored when a ball is made in the basket. After every point, the tribes change who is in the arena and on the platform. The first tribe to score two points wins. 
bus tri- bus nine wins and they win a trip to a swimming hole and a feast of chocolate <laughs> a feast of chocolate after not eating for what is this would be like 14 days that's gonna make you sick they're all throwing up using the bathroom <laughs> yeah poor kids yeah it's not gonna be good uh, this swimming hole is maybe nice and they got to play Schmergen brawl yeah uh, and they're going to keep this momentum going, Ren, uh, as they play Blind Cube Crisis, where one castaway from each tribe is going to work as a caller to direct their tribe mates, who would be blindfolded and teamed up in pairs. So again, this blindfolded and, and caller situation in collecting 10 large puzzle pieces from a field. Once all the puzzle pieces are collected, the entire tribe is going to work together to assemble the puzzle. The first tribe to complete the puzzle is going to win. And Best 9 is going to keep their momentum going. They will not be going to Tribal Council tonight. They are safe. Grabbing teachers will be going to tribal um okay so bus nine events friend what's going on uh with suzy crabgrass the behavior of suzy crabgrass is becoming appreciated around camp i was telling you bryce mm-hmm. suzy has what it takes to win this all yeah so um so parvati's big thing was like she's a flirt uh mm-hmm. i wonder if suzy crabgrass is gonna is trying to wrap some of the boys around her finger she's trying to wrap Ooh, ned trying to wrap ned yeah coconut head get him out of exile mm-hmm. Yep, she's becoming appreciated around camp. Um, and that's also, I think that's good for them because their alliance, the one that Susie's in right now with Ned and Claire, is not the dominant alliance based on the last vote. No. Um, so that could really win her some favors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Rapid Teachers had another shakedown. This has been a very up and down alliance as we've already seen. Their loyalty now sits at a three. Um, I'm guessing here again they lost the the challenge. Durga's upset. This is two challenges in a row. Um, the lunch lady is she's saying told Sweeney, "I see it in the beans. You won't be here long." <laughs> and Sweeney I, is is nervous about that. I think Sweeney said a slur, like not towards anyone. Okay, I like think, under I, his breath. I think he said one. I think Monroe heard and he told, and Durga and the lunch lady are not cool with it. And Sweeney's trying to play it off like he didn't, like he said something else. But okay. Monroe knows what he heard. So we'll see. I wonder if this alliance will formally shatter going into Tribal Council. Well, they went from a 5 to a 9 to a 5 to a 9 to a 3. Mm-hmm. So I can't see... I can't see great things for them in their future. Well, uh, Dusty okay. Chopsaw is not going to play the idol tonight. And the votes will start pouring in. With the first vote going to Mr. Wright as well as the second and third vote going to Mr. Wright. Damn. Three votes Mr. Wright right off the bat. Fourth vote's going to go to the lunch lady. Fifth vote goes to Mr. Wright. The sixth vote will go to the lunch lady. So that's four votes Mr. Wright, two votes lunch lady. The seventh vote will go to the lunch lady. That's three votes lunch lady, four votes Mr. Wright. And then the last vote in the urn is pulled out and unfolded to reveal Mr. Wright, leaving us with five votes for Mr. Wright, three votes for the lunch lady, Mr. Wright, the tribe has spoken. I have a theory here, and it may be okay. proven immediately wrong, mm-hmm. but I think the lunch lady was the one to hurt the alliance. Okay. And she got them to turn on. Maybe she saw the. Maybe she saw that Mr. Sweeney would say a slur, but he hadn't done it yet, and Mr. Okay. Monroe, who had just seen Minority Report, with Tom Cruise was like, no, you can't minority report someone. Mm-hmm. I've not seen that movie, so I don't know. 
Uh, you um, you know in Community when Garrett is in the pool and he says he's a precog who can see future crimes before they happen. Yes. That's from Minority Report. Okay. Like th- that exactly is from so Minority it's, it's Report. Like a, that's a Raven situation. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, let's check it out, Ren. Let's see see how it plays out. So Durga. Well, let, I I want to see who the Alliance voted for. I was wrong. Can we do that? So Durga, Sweeney, the Lunch Lady, and who's the fourth there? Monroe. Monroe all voted for Mr. Wright. So they still all voted together with Seth as their key in the plan. All right. Interesting. Uh, So maybe trying to bring Seth into the Alliance is what, what, you know, made the foundation rocky. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, she provides food. So you would think that that would be a positive. But maybe they were feeling kind of nervous. Uh, She's in the future too much. All right, so we're on episode six here, Ren. Let's keep this going. Um, nothing changes with these Bus Nine alliances. Wrapping teachers, uh, nothing has changed with their alliance number either. They're still sitting at a three. That thing is ready to break open at any moment. Um, okay, so this is an, uh, an immunity challenge in which Ned and Seth are going to win individual immunity. Interesting. Uh, Ren, but I, so there's not a description here. What I believe is going to happen is that both tribes are going to go to tribal council tonight. Oh. Yes. Um, okay. and, and so Ned and Seth both win individual immunity, making them safe. Okay. Good for Ned. It's fitting that he won immunity. Yes. Um, there's a reward challenge, though, that they still play. <clears throat> uh, go ahead, Ren. Bryce? Yes. Rope-a-dope part two. Then the two winners. Okay, so the first immunity challenge must have been Rope Dope Part One. I would I would guess so. Okay, so whatever happened in Rope Dope Part One, now the two winners will be competing in the final round. The final round's challenge is the same, but with a single obstacle course three levels high. The first castaway to complete the obstacle wins the reward for their tribe. So you know, basically the same thing from Rope Dope Part One, which we don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's been a little bit since I've seen um heroes versus villains so i couldn't tell you specifically which one it is i'm assuming it's like some sort of like in rounds though or something like that um wait wait, bryce wait mm -hmm. they won steaks sausages vegetables condiments and wine okay so it's a good thing seth is probably not seth does not get to partake Uh, even though he he was the big winner does not get to partake i'm assuming in the wine does island law abide by american by u.s law yeah because it's a u.s filming production Ren. so that power is gonna be crying looking at that one yeah um there was a, a survivor contestant uh who was on once who was like the youngest one they've ever had i think it was 18 and infamously every single time his tribe won it was like beer and soft drinks <laughs> um they would always mention like and soft drinks for will That's um, funny. yeah so i would assume that seth gets some soft drinks here as well um yeah so both tribes are going this is gonna be i think a high drama event I, I'm ready for a big shakeup. Yeah, I really want the alliance on the rapping teachers to break open. I'm worried about the weasel. I'm worried about Chopsaw, who has an idol, by the way. He does. He's on the bottom. He does have an idol. So we'll see uh, how things go. Um, there is no tribe events with Bus 9. And then there's no tribe events with the rapping teachers. So we are going straight Everyone's into... Everyone's kind of saying goodbye before the end, huh? Tribal Council, Ren. Let's All go. Right. Tribal Council A. Okay, here we go. Dusty Chopsaw has the Rapping Teacher's Tribe 
Dusty Chopsaw will play the rapping teacher tribe idol. So again, this nullifies any votes cast against him. So he would, I guess he was seeing it coming. He was, yeah. So something must have caught on to him where he said, I gotta play this to be safe. Dusty Chopsaw plays the idol. The first vote goes to Dusty Chopsaw does not count. The second vote goes to Dusty Chopsaw does not count. The third vote goes to Dusty Chopsaw does not count. And to be clear, there's seven votes total. The fourth vote goes to Dusty Chopsaw does not count. Only three votes remaining. The fifth vote goes to Coach Durga. Wow. The sixth vote and player leaving is Coach Durga. Holy smokes. But who did who did he turn? <clears throat> so it must have been. So let's see. Chopsaw the Weasel. And I would guess Seth. I guess it has to be those it three. It has to be Seth. Yeah. The other four must have all stuck together, unless one of them was feeling nervous and flip. But we'll we'll double check that. I, I I'm gonna guess it has to be Seth though. Yep, so the votes for Coach Durga were Dusty Chopsaw, Seth, and the Weasel. Is Durga leaving going to break this game wide open? It does. She was by far the most competent member in mm-hmm. that alliance. Yeah, it leaves um Sweeney Monroe and the Lunch Lady are in real danger now. Huge mystery for what's going to happen with them. Um, but that is to be seen in the next episode. Ren, we still have another tribal. That's right. Over on the Bus 9 tribe, there are eight votes total. Here we go. The first vote. We'll oh, wait, to... right, wait. Mm-hmm. There's a little detail you forgot to mention. Sure. Lisa Zemo plays the idol. Oh, thank you. Lisa Zemo does play her idol. So any votes against cast against Lisa Zemo will not count. Thank you, Ren. You're welcome. We can talk about that in a second. The first vote goes to Martin Squirrely. And the second vote goes to Martin Squirrely. The third vote will go to Backpack Boy. The fourth vote will go to Backpack Boy. That's two votes Backpack Boy, two votes Squirrely, four votes left. The fifth vote will go to Martin Squirrely. The sixth vote will go to Martin Squirrely. It's four votes Squirrely, two votes Backpack Boy. The seventh vote will go to Backpack Boy. And the eighth vote and player leaving is Squirrely. So that's five votes Squirrely, three votes Backpack Boy. Wow, Squirrely. He's so wasted for idle. What a, what a choice. Yes. So why would she have wasted that? She must have thought she was in danger. So... They got out Martin Squirrely, who was close to her in her alliance. Is it possible that they were telling her the others grouped up together? Right? One, two, three. Yes, yeah, so the others must have grouped up together and said, hey, we're going to target this alliance that was in charge of the last vote. And she, we, they, they must have thought it was going to be Lisa. Yeah, we won't tell you which one it's going to be. Yeah. So Lisa played it to keep herself safe. Damn, that's a waste. It is. And we'll see if she'll be able to find an idol again. Let's and she got her so from the votes. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah, so it looks like that is what happened. Um, well, that's devastating. They were on top, and now Loomer and Lisa Zemo are mm. on the bottom all of a sudden. With no idol. <laughs> Whew. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. Great episode. All right, let's check out these bus nine alliances. Yeah, so Zemo and Loomer are in it to win it with each other. They're at a nine. Can we say they're dating now? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Okay. 
So they're now dating, um, now that they've both <laughs> sent their respective uh, potential significant others off the island. Uh, meanwhile, the rapping teachers, uh, Monroe, Sweeney, and Lunch Lady, they're still working together. They're a loyalty of three. We'll they're looking for sticks. a way out. They are. They are. And remember, that's only ha that's half the tribe now. Their tribe is down to six, where they will uh, compete in rounds uh, in basket brawl. They will compete in rounds. The tribe would face off three to a side in the ocean to get control of a ball and shoot it in their basket to score a point. First tribe to score three points wins. Obviously, they win. The rapping teachers. And what do they win, Bryce? A trip to a waterfall with a feast. Good for them. Everyone likes a good waterfall. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Have you ever, like, gone down a waterfall? No, I haven't. Yeah, me neither. All right. Uh, and, Ren, what's this immunity challenge? Caught in the web. One at a time, three castaways from each tribe race across a platform and a rope net, and then climb up a rope web to retrieve six bags of puzzle pieces. Once all six bags are retrieved, two other castaways from each tribe assemble the puzzle. The first tribe to assemble their puzzle wins. Wrapping teachers win immunity. Yeah, so this is good for them. This is I good think. for them. They need a break. Yeah, I, I sense that there will be a, um, a tribe swap coming up soon. So, like, at this point, they're just trying to, like, make it to the next day and mm. then let the cards be reshuffled. Right. Um, all right, let's check out what's happening with Bus 9. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rent, Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, has found the hidden immunity idol. Good for her. Yeah. She's been pretty quiet, but I think this is a really helpful tool for her and her alliance. They're on top. Her Ned and uh, Susie uh, Crabgrass. I feel like she has the potential to win this with the idol now. Yeah, she's smart. She's an intellectual. She knows when to play it. And we'll see if she uses it in the correct spot. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about these rapping teachers. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. This is good. So the lunch lady has found the hidden immunity idol that was previously played by Chopsaw. But, Rent, they're going to bond uh, Dusty Chopsaw and the lunch lady. This might save Chopsaw, I think. I feel like it's really good for him. Uh, maybe even the lunch lady tells Chopsaw about the idol in a form of trust. And she saw the idol in her beans. Yes. And because Chopsaw was an idol holder, mm -hmm. she trusts him. Yeah. Um, from one previous, uh, from one idol holder to another. Right. Yeah. Um, what else do they bond about? Like, um, like wooden utensils, maybe? I guess, you know, what kind of ladle do you like? Oh, I love wooden ones. Mm -hmm. Would you say? Um, would you say? <laughs> and then the conversation just took off after that. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. You ready for tribal council with bus nine? Let's go to tribal council. Yeah, I think that um, I'm worried about Loomer here, and I'm worried about Lisa Zemo. I can see them getting knocked out next. I imagine Zemo might. She made the idol play last time and it failed. She has a target on her back now. Um, and maybe her sniffling has been driving folks insane. I wouldn't blame them. All right. So the castaways all vote. Claire Sawyer does not play the hidden immunity idol. Our first vote, there's seven votes total. Our first vote will go to one Susie Crabgrass. The second vote, Ren, goes to Lisa Zemo. Makes sense. The third vote goes to Lisa Zemo. Fourth vote goes to Susie Crabgrass. That's two votes Susie, two votes Lisa. The fifth vote 
goes to Susie Crabgrass. Wow. Things are heating up. This is three votes Susie, two votes Lisa. Okay. Votes left. All right. The sixth vote will be Lisa Zemo. And then the seventh vote and player leaving will be Lisa Zemo. In a vote of four votes against Lisa, three votes Susie, Lisa Zemo, the tribe has spoken. Who did Lisa turn? Who did Lisa turn? It's got to be Coconut Head. It has to, right? I think Coconut Head's been kind of bouncing between both groups, right? Um, He's been isolated. Isolation's been hard on him. It's been pretty difficult. Um, Yeah, so they turned Coconut Head. Um, And he's looking for kind of a a way out of his isolation. And this could have been his path. Him and Loomer have bonded a little bit. Can't believe Loomer lost his girlfriend. (laughs) Just like that. He's not going to still want to date her off the island, though. No. He made, it, he made that very clear. I think Lisa Zemo will go down in history as one of the like most notable pre-merge players. I could see that. She she led a very strong alliance. That vote um, that she organized, who was against, against Moe's? Yeah. was fantastic. She so. really, really could have gone further and in other circumstances. Things she she misplayed that idol and then everything just collapsed on her. Um, but she's gone. She brings her sniffles with her. Um, and Ren, it is uh, we have six tri- uh, six people on both tribes. We're at the final twelve. Oof. Okay. Um. We're checking out these alliances. The alliances look to be the same. Yeah, no changes. Nothing notable there. Uh, Foconut bowling? <laughs> castaways Castaways compete in a bowling tournament. Each castaway is matched against another castaway and given two rolls. The castaway who knocks down the most pins wins the round for their tribe and scores one point. The first tribe to score three points wins. The rapping teachers win, and they win a trip to another island where there is a coffee bar, cookies, croissants, and brownies. Yeah, this probably feels pretty good for them. This feels great. Yeah, they get the coffee that they've been missing out on. Weasel's gonna go crazy eating all those croissants. Oh, he's gonna go insane. <laughs> Do you think the island that they go to is Paraguay? Yeah. <laughs> the island of Paraguay? Yeah, it's Paraguay. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I assume that's where they go, right? That's where the show has the budget, right? We were saying last week, they only have enough budget to send to a certain location. So yeah, yeah. they go to Paraguay, they eat their brownies, their croissants, um, and they cookies. Come they come home. And then they come back. Yeah, and then they're going to go to an immunity challenge called the Mudslide. We're competing in rounds, two castaways from each tribe. They're going to be belted together. And they have to race across a mud pit and other obstacles to retrieve a flag to score a point for their tribe. The second round would be a one-on-one competition, while the third round is going to be back for the two-on-two. First tribe to score two points is going to win. Okay. Um, who's pairing up here uh, on these tribes? Uh, Chopsaw, Lunch Lady, mm-hmm. Seth Weasel, Monroe Sweeney. Okay. Those are our, our pairs competing in the Mud Bowl. <laughs> yeah, those are the pairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it looks like those pairs work out. I assume... Uh, you know, Chopsaw and Lunch Lady, they're nice and bonded together. I feel like Monroe and Sweeney are maybe feeling a little bit in the dust. Um, That's what I'm feeling. Left in the choppy dust saw. You know, dust. they're not as close as they used to be anymore. No. No. And so, uh, either way, though, they're going to win. The rapping teachers are going to take this. Bus number nine will be going 
to tribal council again. Uh, Loomer's got to go, right? I don't see any world where it's not Loomer. There's no way Loomer's not the next one out. Yeah, we're looking at the tribe events for Bus 9 now. Nothing's happening over on Bus 9. So there's not even like a saving grace for him. Uh, Okay. So this... Ren, did I see this in the beans or what? You saw this in the beans. Sweeney and Monroe had a minor fight. Yeah. Uh, I think they see all the attention that the lunch lady and um, Chops are giving each other. Uh, And they're kind of jealous. They're like, what happened to the alliance that used to matter? This big one. I think someone was slapped. Slapped? Like a light slap. Okay. Uh, Like Monroe slapped Sweeney? Yeah, like... Yeah. Because of the way Sweeney... Like, Sweeney's behavior is what led the alliance to fall apart. Mm Mm-hmm. And what made the lunch lady find comfort. Yeah. Yeah, has Sweeney been giving grades to all of the performances in the challenges? Yes, every night, and it's been (laughs) pissing Monroe off. And they all sit around, and Monroe uh, and Sweeney says, All right, Monroe, your challenge performance today gets you a C. Gives it. Uh, We'll see how this goes at Tribal Council, Ren, uh, with Bus 9. I I don't see a world where it's not Loomer. His back is against the wall. He's, you know... Uh, his girlfriend is gone. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. So, Clear Story Future Lawyer will not play the bus number nine, Tribe Idol. There are six votes total. Here we go. The first vote will go to Backpack Boy. Backpack Boy has he's been under fire. They've been trying to get him out for a few weeks now. Yeah, do, has it just been like whenever possible that Alliance of Claire, Ned, and Susie have kind of taken aim? I think they see Backpack Boy as a threat, but not mm-hmm. an immediate threat. Yeah. Like, he's not immediately threatening each week the way that other characters have been. Yeah, like, if given the opportunity, we should try to take him out. Yeah. But only if we have the opportunity. Um, we'll see if it's them who are doing it. So we have the first vote is going to go to Backpack Boy, while the second and third vote will go to Coconut Head. So that's two votes Coconut Head, one vote Backpack Boy, three votes left. The fourth vote will go to Backpack Boy. The fifth vote will go to Coconut Head. Ren, is this going to a tie, or is this going to uh, get Coconut Head out? I'm guessing Coconut Head's going to get out. Yeah. Yeah, sixth vote player leaving us is Coconut Head. He flipped. Oh, wow. He, he flipped last time, right? So this is what happens. I think he's just to... kind of hoping for the best each week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's been isolated for a little bit. <laughs> he had his moment with Moe's. Um, and now he's finally back into the fold. And they said, do you know what? We've realized that you being called Coconut Head still doesn't give us any more or less coconuts. You have no value to us. Goodbye. Um, so we see some really strong alliances over here with Bus 9. This one strong alliance is really, I think, going to carry us to the end. Is it yeah. interesting to you that Ned is in this main alliance as the main character of the show? He's the one who made the alliance to begin with. Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't think he'd make it very far, but uh, I'm glad he has. Yeah, I wonder if he has just if he's been following his own tips or if he looked up other tips before he came. I well, it's a survivor guide. Yeah, true. So he probably could just use his. Um, Rent. I don't know. Based on how this is going, I'm not sure if there will be a tribe swap or if they're just going to keep them going based on these numbers because the tribes are pretty even at the moment. Yeah, I I'm a bit surprised. Yeah. I thought it would have happened by now. Yeah, we have um five members on bus nine and then six with the rapping teachers. Okay. Um, 
our best nine alliances are going to be the same, and our wrapping teacher alliances will still be the same. The lunch lady is still involved in the alliance with Sweeney and Monroe, um, despite the bickering and the unnecessary grading going on over there. Uh, friend, what? Sweep. Yes, this is chimney sweep. How does chimney sweep work? Castaways compete in an endurance contest in which castaways are ranked strongest to weakest in their tribes. These rankings are used to determine matchups between each tribe. Each castaway stands on footholds. After 10 minutes, castaways move to smaller footholds. After another 10 minutes, they move to the smallest foothold and stay there until the challenge is over. Castaways score a point for their tribe by outlasting their opponent. First tribe to score three points wins. Uh, rapping teachers win, and they win an all-you-can-eat <laughs> courtesy of Outback Steakhouse. How many Outback Steaks does Seth Powers eat? He can, uh, five. Yes. He gets through five before he starts feeling sick. And do we think he struggles to understand that he's not actually at the Outback Steakhouse? Yes, he thinks he's been brought to a real Outback. <laughs> yeah, he's there, and he's like, oh, can I go use the restroom? And they're like, dude, you're outside. <laughs> he's like, I'm confused. But I have my, uh, my bloomin' onion right here. Love a good bloomin' onion. Okay. Uh, immunity, they're gonna do strung out, where one at a time, five castaways from each tribe, but they're gonna maneuver a bag of puzzle pieces attached to a rope through an obstacle course in the ocean. The first tribe to retrieve all five bags and assemble the puzzle will win. Bus number nine, Ren, is going to win immunity. We're really just going back and forth between each tribe, huh? They're just taking turns back and forth. Yeah. Um... And so, all right. So yeah, so they're gonna be going to tribal then, um, bus number nine. Uh, sorry, uh, bus number nine will not be going to tribal. Uh, we'll be seeing the rapping teachers go, Ren. Um, there's no events with bus number nine. The rapping teachers. <laughs> um, uh, the, did the lunch lady apologize to Monroe and Sweeney? So, Lunch Lady's relationship with Chopsaw has been, you know, it's been heating up, and mm -hmm. she needs someone to talk to about it. Oh, so okay. Monroe and Sweeney about it, and they've been, you know, they've been hurt by her silence, but the fact that she came to them, they, they you know, they, they take a sidebar, they're like, okay, you know, I know we fought, I know I slapped you, but this is, this is what we wanted, right? Mm-hmm. We just wanted yeah. to be together again. And they'll make it happen. Uh, okay. This so, is hilarious. They're together. The roller coaster of their loyalty. I mean, I just picture like the lunch lady, probably like the emotions probably been running high. Monroe is probably fuming with them. Does Monroe also is he um using his ability to capture live wolf? Has that come into play at all? That's he's definitely been eaten better than most. Okay, by capturing wolves and eating them. So let's take a look at this vote here, Ren. All right. Okay, so the rapping teachers are here. The first vote will go to Mr. Sweeney. And the second vote will go to Mr. Sweeney. That's two votes, Sweeney. The third vote will go to the weasel. The fourth vote could go to the weasel. It's two votes, weasel, two votes, Sweeney. Two votes left. The fifth vote will go to the weasel. Ren, are we tying here? I think Sweeney's alliance managed to get someone else against the weasel. I I don't know. I think it's going to be, well, so maybe Chopsaw. I think Lunch Lady's connection to Chopsaw is going to vote against Weasel. Let's see if they power together. Ren, the sixth vote and uh, final vote will go to Mr. Sweeney. So that's a tie vote here. We have the Weasel at three and Mr. Sweeney at three. 
So what happens? So Ren, in the event of a tie in Survivor, there's a revote. All players will revote, other than the two who are voted for. So the Weasel and Sweeney will not vote. Uh, wow. They will vote again if uh, it is still in a tie. The um, Weasel and Sweeney will be safe, and then the four players remaining will uh, have to draw rocks out of a bag, and whoever chooses the odd rock will be sent home. That's insane. Um, I don't know if we will go that far, but keep in mind this is a really strong alliance of three up against three people who don't stand a chance unless they take this alliance down. Oh, I can't wait. I'm ready to see how this goes. Yes. There's a tie. People in the tie will not revote. First vote will go to Mr. Sweeney. Second vote will go to the Weasel. That's two votes, Sweeney. Uh, one vote, Sweeney. One vote, Weasel. The third vote will go to Mr. Sweeney. And the fourth vote, Ren. Oh my god! Weasel. Meaning that the Weasel and Mr. Sweeney are safe here. And uh, Seth Powers... Chopsaw, the lunch lady, and Mr. Monroe will all go to rocks. I am surprised, dumbfounded, that Chopsaw did not flip here to protect his own game. Me too, but I'm so happy it played out like this. Um, Rent, any guesses? So anyone could go home here. At 25% chance. Who's it going to be? <sighs> who, who would shake it up the most of the four possible people? Probably Monroe leaving. Yeah, I think Monroe leaving would leave Sweeney really abandoned, allow the lunch lady to work with Chopsaw. Um, whew, you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. There is still a tie after the vote. Each player will draw a rock. Whoever draws the purple rock will leave. Dusty Chopsaw, the tribe has spoken. Damn. <laughs> he should have protected his, uh, his lunch lady. So Chopsaw, well, he, he, yeah. If he had just flipped his vote, he would have been safe, Ren. He would have been good. What a but he fool. didn't. He is a victim um, of his own hubris. And now that puts Seth and the Weasel on the bottom in a five-person tribe. Uh, a merge has got to come any day, though. They do have to merge. Um, that happens every season. So we'll see if it goes. This was an insane tribal run. This was my favorite one so far. They really, really pushed it. I'm so happy we got a tie that went to rocks, something that's only happened twice in the history of Survivor. Um, now three times. That is where we at. All right, Ren, um, I have to take a pause, if that's okay. Yeah, no worries.
Hey, Bryce. <laughs> so <laughs> not much. So um, after that last vote, uh, we took a little break in the recording, but we are back, Ren, uh, to see the second half of Ned's Declassified School Survivor Guide. Followed by report cards. Yes, followed and- by report cards <laughs> and overall season one discussion. <laughs> Whew. Well, got a be- night ahead of us. <laughs> gonna be quite the time <laughs> red so um all right moving ahead here do you have a winner pick at this point a winner pick mm-hmm. oh well a winner pick if you had to pick one person to be the winner hmm. i'm i'm sticking with Susie. you're feeling like right like this is Susie's season to lose i yeah this is Susie's season to lose okay um I don't know. I'm like looking at the group that we have left. I think some underdogs here. Seth Powers, the Weasel, who have not well, the Weasel lost both alliance members, and then Seth has not been in any concrete alliance, but has managed to dip, dive, duck, and dodge uh all the votes thrown his way. Um We actually picked a perfect time to break, Bryce. We did. We did, because it is time for the merge run. Finally, what we've been talking about, you've been talking about it all episode. Yes, and we have finally, uh, it's going to be so interesting to see how this shakes down. We have Monroe, Sweeney, and the Lunch Lady in their power alliance. Uh, we have uh, Susie, Ned, and Claire Sawyer in the power alliance, um, the Bus Nine tribe. They'll be coming together with Backpack Boy, Loomer, Seth, and the Weasel up for grabs. Um, going to be very interesting to see how this plays out, Ren. I'm excited. They're both going in at five, which is like awesome numbers. And both tribes are pretty even in that they both have a strong three alliance with two members on the outside. Okay, let's do it. Ren, this is the Flowers tribe. Interesting. Yes, uh, I went with the name Flowers because of the time Loomer ate flowers. Thank you. I like that. That's a good choice. And naturally, he's here. I'm glad you made it. Yeah, I'm glad that he made it to to the merge. Otherwise, it would have been <laughs> kind of abstract. But I want what I figured is that uh, these ten people who made it this far, these are the people who would chew you up and spit you back out again, um, just I like, like Loomer does. Yeah, like Loomer does to the flowers. Um, are you ready to see what these alliances are going to look like here? Yeah, let's dive in. Okay. All right. There's a lot. There's a lot to digest wow. here. So the two alliances that we knew coming into this were going to exist. Uh, the Bus 9 alliance with Claire Sawyer, Ned, and Susie, that's still strong. That's here. The Rapping Teachers with Sweeney, Lunch Lady, and Monroe, that's still here. That's strong. Um, there are uh, then two different sets of alliances that are just strictly the old tribes, the old tribal lines. Mm-hmm. But Ren, uh, they can't just vote down old tribal lines in a situation where it's five for you. Five versus five, right? No. This mm. is interesting. Yeah. yeah this is very really interesting. Super interesting how, how it plays out like this. Um, I'm wondering who will be the key member who's going to flip um, and how this is going to play out. So let's jump straight over to the immunity challenge, Ren, where uh, the man, his name is in the title. He's made the tips. He's studied. He's ready for this uh, individual game. Uh, he does get a grip where the castaways must hang on to a pole as long as they can. The last person left hanging without touching the ground wins immunity. Are you surprised that Ned 
is going to win this? Is, is Ned someone who you would think had, would have the stamina for this? Definitely not. And he doesn't have the upper body strength either. I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, so right now with his report card, he only has a B in stamina. Uh, if we're looking at, at you know, some outside reference, he doesn't have a lot of stamina. But apparently he has enough to win this immunity. And that means Ned will not be the first person gone at the merge. Good for him. Yeah. Um, he's by, he's been set in his alliance. Um, it's been very straightforward. Not unlike the teachers where there's been a lot of ups and downs, this alliance has been pretty solid the whole whole way through, right? It has. All right, it let's paid move. off in spades for him. Yeah. And let's move into tribe events. I expect something to be a little bit rocky here. Um so Cliff uh has the bus nine tribe idol, and then uh the lunch lady has the rapping teacher tribe idol, and huh. then no one has found the flower tribe. So there's Ren, we're going really off of just the tribe divisions here. Nothing happened this event. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um who's going home? What what's gonna happen? I really have no clue. Are they really do we think they're really gonna stick to these old tribal lines? Well they at this point they must. Well like they have to. I mean, if you look at it from like the Weasel's perspective, um and Seth Powers, right, they just lost Dusty Chopsaw. And they're up against they've been up against this whole power alliance the whole time. Um let's check out Tribal, friend. Ooh. This is at the merge. Uh, the lunch lady and Claire Sawyer, ni- uh, neither of them play their idol. The first vote, so there's 10 votes total. The first vote is going to go to the weasel. The second vote, Ren, will go to the weasel. The third vote will go to Seth Powers. Interesting. And the fourth vote will go to Seth Powers. The fifth vote will go to the weasel so that's three votes weasel two votes seth powers five votes left could these votes all be from the old bus nine tribe run they could be but i will know for sure with vote six vote six goes to seth powers that's three votes seth three votes weasel okay seventh vote goes to the weasel and the eighth vote goes to seth powers that is four votes seth four votes weasel two votes left the ninth vote, Ren, will go to Seth Powers. I see no reason for this to be a tie, I assume. Tenth vote, and player leaving is Seth Powers. It's been a long time coming for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really has been. He's been a target. He's been the only kid with the teachers this whole time. I think, do you think by the time he got back to the rest of the Bus 9 crew, uh, they said, where have you been? Why have you not been with us? I think Seth... He he seems too mature for them now. He okay. has a scholarly energy to him. Yeah, he's absorbed a lot of what uh, of like Mr. Wright's energy. Right. Yeah. Um. Let's see how these votes went down. So, uh, we're gonna have Loomer, Claire Sawyer, Backpack Boy, Ned, and Susie all vote for Seth. Interesting. Um, Seth, I assume, yeah, will vote for the Weasel, and the Weasel, I'm also assuming, will vote for Seth. Okay. So. Essentially, Ren, who who flipped here? What happened? Um, let's look. Try to try well, to pick out here what, what went Queenie down. Queenie and the lunch lady, lunch lady, all stood against the weasel. So they okay. might, and didn't didn't they have? Wasn't their relationship with Seth improving? Yeah, their relationship with Seth was improving. So that's um, why they all voted against the weasel. Yeah, the weasel was also the last of the old alliance, which they decimated. 
so it makes sense for them to want um to try to to make that happen but the weasel stood the test of time he's here um and the weasel has no reason in the future to vote with them right no i wonder if he'll flip here or if he's gonna try to i mean they're on the bottom right yeah they just lost seth so it's yeah he has no reason to stick with that bottom three all right um we're on the next episode episode 11 uh let's see if any alliances look to be different um doesn't seem like it Yeah, nothing, nothing unexpected from these still uh the divide through old tribal lines looks to be there uh there's a reward challenge ren let's do the pacific shuffle it's mm-hmm. a survivor version of shuffleboard where the castaways are divided into three teams black blue and red mr sweeney Susie, and ned win rewards they win a night spent at Robert Louis Stevenson's home. <laughs> there, they watch a screening of Treasure Island. So, Ren, this was, um, this reward challenge is one of the most well-known. Not the challenge, but the reward itself is one of the most like well-known in Survivor lore. Uh huh. Um, on this challenge, uh, a man named Colby Don- Donaldson, who was one of the big stars in survivor season two so he's back for season 20 uh he won this reward he brought two girls with him who while they were eating watching treasure island on a bed uh together eating popcorn one of the girls noticed a note in the popcorn related to a hidden immunity idol so the girl took it and then hit it the other girl saw and then they started fighting and being like give it back like i saw it like you have to share it all this stuff like literally fighting and screaming i mean colby's sitting in the middle eating popcorn trying to watch treasure island and he tells them to please be quiet (laughs) do you think that happened here i think that sweeney yeah sweeney won and then brought ned and Susie, and then ned and Susie were fighting over the uh the immunity idol clue and uh sweeney was like just let me watch treasure island please be quiet it's interesting, though, so they're divided into three tribes. So I guess that all three of them won. I don't think that is a single person who wins. That's what I was thinking, too. But this is an interesting divide, right? Are Ned and Susie able to do any work on Mr. Sweeney? Hmm. Maybe they'll bring him in on the Alliance. Yeah. Yeah, they could talk, because he's on the bottom right now, right? Yeah. There could be some conversations had. Um, and... Things are going to get a little bit interesting, right? Because uh, House of Cards, each castaway was given 150 tiles that they had to stack until their tower was 10 feet high. The first person to compete their tower won immunity. Ren, Loomer is going to use his delicate calligraphy skills. So he has like (laughs) his delicate hands and that's going to transfer directly into his card stacking skills. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, so he's going to be safe here. Which is good for him. Him and the weasel are kind of mirrors, right? Where both of them were in alliances that were powerful but got taken out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's look at these tribe events. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Mr. Monroe and Ned will have a major fight. Mr. Monroe is already on the bottom. This could be a death sentence for him. I think this is. I think Mr. Monroe crossed the wrong guy. All these, uh, the days of Mr. Monroe telling Ned that he wasn't taking care of his baby 
And now Ned's able to get back at Mr. Monroe. Who's the baby now? Who's the baby now, Mr. Monroe? Alright. And then if we're looking at the tribal council, Loomer is safe. Claire yeah. Sawyer does not play the idol. Lunch Lady does not play the idol. The first vote will go to Mr. Monroe, as will the second and the third vote. Death sentence? And that is three votes out of nine for Mr. Monroe to start. Vote number four will go to the weasel. Finish what we started. Vote number five will go to the weasel. This is the bottom alliance for sure, right? Yeah. Trying to push for the uh, for him. The sixth vote will go to Mr. Monroe. The seventh vote will go to the weasel. The eighth vote in player leaving, Ren, will be Mr. Monroe. Mr. Monroe leaves in a vote of six to three. So we know the three. The lunch lady, Monroe, and Sweeney all voted for the weasel here. Ned's just too likable. That major fight really spelled it for him. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Monroe, gone. Um, I think that's okay. I think it's, so, too. I feel kind of bad that this teacher alliance is just being completely obliterated in the merge. By the it kids. was bound to happen, though. Mm-hmm. And do we see the weasel here getting any footing or, like, any ground? I don't know. Will they... It depends on if they turn their sights against Sweeney or the lunch lady next. I think... So if they're smart, it should be the lunch lady. But because Sweeney has made relationships with Ned and Susie. That's right. Right. And the lunch lady also has an idol. So um, let's just confirm that our what we're thinking is how the votes went. Yep. Okay. Ren, we're down to the final eight here. Nice. All right. Anything interesting here for these alliances? Not really. Nah, same old, same old. Okay. Oh, why don't you, you want to why why you read us this one, Ren? When it rains, it pours. The castaways stand on a perch, one arm above their head with their wrist tethered to a bucket of water on top of a platform. The castaway who can stand there the longest without tipping the bucket wins. During the challenge, Jeff tempts the castaways to quit by offering them milk and cookies, donuts and iced coffee, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, chips, candy, and more milk. Ned wins. Rent, who do you think stepped down um, when milk and cookie was offered? Loomer? Loomer? Do you think, so then did Loomer beat up on cookie? Why was he so excited? It it was, uh, you know how in cartoons when something smells good, it like wafts? (laughs) Loomer smelled it and he floated up into the air and followed it. It's like, that nerd's gotta get punched. (laughs) Yeah, so Loomer is going to get down for the cookies and milk. Uh, I assume Sweeney seems like a donuts and iced coffee guy. Yeah. Um, the weasel, probably the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Who who got down for milk? Who got down for milk? Just milk? Mm-hmm. Uh... We're looking at who's left. Backpack boy. Yeah. Tall glass yeah. of chilled milk. Dude, he is blending in, right? He is. He, he they is. were stunning for him. Mm-hmm. He and was... Now- gonna he was gonna go get out so soon but i'm surprised that he hasn't won more of these individual challenges right he's just flying he has, under the radar he has that backpack to support him and all these okay ren yeah so this is none of this is surprising our bus number nine tribal um alliance with claire sawyer ned and Susie. um they've been together since the start their strength is at a six their loyalty has all increased to a nine ned and Susie. Watching Treasure Island together brought him closer. 
So Ned revised the document, which made Claire happy, because, you know, legal yeah. work. Yeah, gave her something to happy. do. Everyone's pleased with this alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that, so also we didn't... So the end in the end game, um, they're voting people out to join this jury. Is Claire wanting to be on the jury, or does she want to be... She wants to be in the final council to pitch herself, right? Yeah. Be an advocate? Okay. So we're going to look at this uh, next tribal council where Claire Sawyer and the Lunch Lady do not play their idols. Ren, the first vote, but there's eight votes total, the first vote will go to the weasel. The second vote will go to the weasel. Ugh. And the third vote will go to the weasel. The weasel is a fan favorite, Ren. This is scary. This is. I think the weasel's out this round. I, I don't think he has a chance. Yeah. The fourth vote, Ren, will go to the weasel. Okay. That's okay. The fifth vote will go to the lunch lady, and Ren, the sixth no, vote no, and player no, no, no. leaving is the weasel. <sighs> Neither Gordy or the weasel made it to the final four. No. No, and so, because the, the lunch lady saw this coming, right? She, she saw the weasel was trying to get votes around her, and she said, no, 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 no. It's not going to happen. It's in the beans. Ferret, that you're going home. The ferret left. R.I.P. Weasel. Okay. Um, anything surprising about these votes? There's everyone for the weasel except for the weasel himself. Okay. Um, there's no way that Ned, Susie, and Claire aren't taking this thing to the end. No. Right? Unless something real shocking goes down here. Um, nothing big with these alliances. And oh my gosh, he is a challenge beast, Ren. Wow. Pegatory knockout. <laughs> in the first round, castaways dig up a wooden peg and then guide the peg through a table maze. The first five to finish move on to the next round. In the second round, the castaways use four pegs to climb a wall. The first three to reach the top move to the final round. The final round is a sliding puzzle. The first castaway to finish their puzzle wins. Ned wins immunity. This is his third individual immunity win and his fourth win since the merge because he also won that challenge. I think it's going to be a real upset if he doesn't win at this point. Yeah. And I mean, like, this is his show. He wrote, he literally wrote the book on how to survive Ren. Good for him. I'm impressed. I've been impressed with him this yeah. game. Yeah, he's he's stuck to his guns. He was like, Susie, you're going to be, like, be important to make this work. Claire, you're going to be important for the deals. I'll, like, keep this uh, train on the steady tracks. I'll make sure that we're, we're good and we're focused. Um, and... <laughs> Oh my goodness, Ren. So Claire has the idol. Lunch Lady has her idol. Uh, the Flowers Tribe idol, so the tr- uh, idol hidden on the Flowers Beach, Ned Bigby will find. Unbelievable. He's cleaning up. This is... It, it, oh my gosh, I didn't see this coming. These next few council meetings have to be insane. Because he's looking way too hot right now. Yeah. He's looking, like, everyone should be looking at him as he needs to go. He needs to go. Um, yeah, and even better, he's securing his alliance with Loomer and Backpack Boy. It looks like, um, oh, no, the opposite. He's not securing it. It is dissolving his alliance with uh, pretty much his old tribe, Claire Sawyer, Backpack Boy, Loomer, and Susie. Oh. So that alliance no longer exists, meaning Backpack Boy and Loomer will moving forward, likely not be working with the three of them. 
Well, Ned has immunity for this. He round. does. And, but, and if he plays the idol next episode, he's guaranteed to be in the finale. Yes, but he could. He could. Like, they could go for Claire or Susie here. Yeah. If they wanted to, which Ned would lose a valuable ally in. That's true. All right, Ren. Lunch Lady has the rapping teacher's idol. Ned has the flowers tribe idol. They all vote. Uh, no one plays any idols. Ren, the first vote will go to Mr. Sweeney. There's seven votes total. The second vote will go to Mr. Sweeney. The third vote goes to Susie Crabgrass. The fourth vote goes to Susie Crabgrass. It's two votes Sweeney, two votes Susie, three votes left. Whew. I'm like a little bit nervous. <laughs> I am too. I, if Susie is eliminated, this these next... It could be flat- so good for Ned. Uh, not for Ned, but it could be so good for those who aren't Ned. Yeah. Right? It could shake up the game. All right. The fifth vote, Ren, will go to Susie Crabgrass. The sixth vote will go to Mr. Sweeney. Three votes, Susie. Three votes, Sweeney. One vote left. And the seventh vote oh! the player leaving is Susie Crabgrass. That's they, unbelievable. The bottom came together, Ren, to take him out. Ned is looking too powerful. I think the dissolution mm-hmm. of the Bus 9 tribe is what screwed Susie over. Yeah. Yeah, the power is gone to Ned's head. Uh, he is telling everyone to be more like the huge crew and fully embrace and bow down to the Ned Bigby god that he is. And it's getting too scary, and folks needed to target those around him. Wow, I'm sad Susie didn't make it to the end. She had a good run. She I had a really like good she's run. a victim of Ned's power. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, is are they going to be together after this? She's going to be upset. Yes. This is going to be the uh, I was trapped all over again. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not going to be good. We're down to the final six here, Ren. Backpack Boy has been really quiet um, of of these final six, right? I don't know if he makes it to the end. I don't know. Like, right now, if we're looking at this, the Lunch Lady has a pretty good pitch to win, right? She's seen everything in the beans. She had her alliance. She had us up and downs, but she stuck with it. Ned has won like crazy. Loomer, uh, underdog at this point, right? He is. I'm surprised he made it this far. Claire has ridden the strong alliance. Backpack Boy has nothing. I think if Backpack Boy wins, that'll be the big upset. It'll be a huge upset. Okay. Um, nothing with these alliances, but it's it's like wild to see this Bus 9 alliance without Susie. I know. Alright, there's a reward challenge here, Ren. What's going on here? Pass the bucket. Castaways use a bucket to scoop water from the ocean and then toss the water to their loved one who uses another bucket to catch the water. <laughs> the loved one then pours the water into a bucket <laughs> hanging from a seesaw. Mm-hmm. The first pair to fill their bucket with enough water <laughs> to see you're losing it over the loved one challenge. <laughs> what was that? What's that with the it's the loved ones so they have like uh when people have like their moms or their brothers like come to visit and then they have to compete in the challenge that's what this is i didn't understand i thought like the people in their tribe became their are like now their loved ones because they've been together for so long at this Mm -hmm. point (laughs) no 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 it's like uh like if ned's mom came and i i would love to play the hypothetical game of like 
who comes to visit them each, like who is their loved ones. But I don't think we know enough about like their outside worlds to understand that, right? No, they we don't. Um, but uh, but Bryce, yeah, what do they do? Sweeney wins. <laughs> yeah, shares his reward with Claire Sawyer and Ned. They went a plane trip with a loved one to see the Alofaga blowholes. They also get a meal of hamburgers, soft drinks, cookies, and donuts. Is that a type of whale, or is that a natural, like a, like a geyser? It's like a beach. It's like, okay. You know, let's let's go down to the blowholes. It's, your, it's like when your dad was telling me about dunes. Yeah. Okay. He must be excited now, right? He's very excited. Yeah, I think he um, I think he bought HBO. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure he, he bought out HBO just so he could own Dune moving forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and so Cookie is at the award too. Cookie's a loved one. Um, well, no, I, I, they, they also get a meal of hamburgers, soft drinks, oh, cookie, uh, and donuts. I, I gotcha. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. Immunity challenge, Ren. Okay. Keep it I up. think, so... This is big for the end game, right? Yeah, what what is keep it up? Castaways hold two poles on top of their hands up against a board over their heads. Any movement in their hands causes the pole to drop to the ground. The last person who does not drop their pole wins immunity. Okay. Um so Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, wins Ren. So what what's the deal if you bring your idol to the finale? Can you use it? So uh, I'm pretty sure in uh, it has changed a few times. I'm pretty sure at this uh, iteration of Survivor, it can be used until the final six. Okay. Yeah, it might. They might be able to be used at five here, but I don't think so. Okay. Just so, want to make sure. Yeah. Um, but Claire's gonna win this, right? Uh, she probably she's good at like holding onto the like these poles because she's good with like her gavel, right? Yeah. You know. Um. Okay. Tribe events. Um. Ned, Claire, Lunch Lady all have their idols. Okay. After I, I saw this coming. Did you? Be well, Sweeney brought Ned and Susie with him to Treasure yeah. Island. Yep. Then he brought Claire and Ned with him. Yep. To the last reward. So he's he's clearly trying to shift allegiances. Yes. So the um alliance with the Lunch Lady and Sweeney that has existed all season long has dissolved gone i think sweeney realizes that his only ticket to the end here is with ned i agree oh man i i i'm dreading another tie because i just i just don't envision i because the immunities everyone's immunity has to like create some has to poke some holes in yes. the voting process right yes we'll see how it goes i i what i imagine is going to happen here there's six left right yeah so I what I am will predict what I what I would guess is that Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, um, is safe from the immunity, right? Ned is going to be. I think Ned will play his idol here. Yep. Or potentially Claire could play her idol for Ned. I think Ned is has to be safe here, for, like that end game to still happen. Otherwise, everything is broken open at five. I'm worried. Okay, Ren. Seen some red text. So, um, Rent, the lunch lady who is feeling nervous after dissolving her alliance today will play her idol. This is what I feared. They're all going to vote for the lunch lady. It's not going to count. And then someone else is going to get eliminated. So, Rent, 
Um, Claire is safe, right? She has immunity. The lunch yeah. lady is safe. Uh, so the first vote will go to the lunch lady, does not count. The second vote goes to the lunch lady, does not count. The third vote goes to the lunch lady, does not count. The fourth vote goes to the lunch lady, does not count. <laughs> the fifth vote goes to Mr. Sweetie. And the sixth vote in player leaving is Mr. Sweetie. Damn. Who, who voted with the lunch lady, Red? Was it Backpack Boy? With the lunch lady? Hmm. Was it Backpack Boy or was it Loomer? I'm gonna um, guess Backpack Boy. Okay. Yeah, I would guess that as well. Whoa! Um, yes. Love. So it was the Lunch Lady and Backpack Boy teamed up here to keep her in the game, get rid of Sweeney, who she just had a big blowout with. Um, and he is gone from the game. Holy smokes. I'm excited for this finale. It's gonna be a good finale. Um, yeah, so we're down to our final five in this finale. Backpack Boy, Claire Sawyer, Future Lawyer, Loomer, who's, we have not heard from in a while either. No, he's, he's gone a little bit sad. Yeah, he's, he's, gone, on the he's gone quiet. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Zemo's been gone. Um, so he's bumming. And then Ned is here, the immunity king. And the lunch lady, who just had an amazing tribal council, but I worry has put a massive target on her back. She's out. Yeah. Ren, um, okay, so Ned and Claire are the only alliance existing going Ooh. into the finale. Um, <gasps> there is an immunity challenge, Ren. What is this? Uh, offer it up! Castaways balance <laughs> ceramic dishes on the end of a balancing arm. As the challenge progresses, Jeff calls out different dishware that the castaways stack on the far end of the balance. Should any part of the castaways stack fall, that castaway would be out of the challenge. The last castaway in the challenge wins. The lunch lady won immunity. Wow. So I'm going to guess that in between each stack of, like, each layer of ceramic dish was that, uh, like, the lunch mush that moves on its own, I think, was there to, like, uh, kind of form a mold around it to make a nice sturdy structure. So she wasn't really balancing it. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think she may have brought that, or maybe she made it at camp to go help her at the challenge. Uh, okay, so the lunch lady read. Did she see this coming? She saw it in the beans. She's not worried. <laughs> this was in the beans. That's She's why she played fun. her immunity idol. And that's when Claire and Ned are starting to get nervous. Ooh. They are starting to get nervous, so Ned goes to bond with Loomer for the first time in... He's since, seen like, that Loomer's been depressed and yeah. finally reaches out. <laughs> since the merge the first time, they finally finally engage with each other um let's see how this goes i worry about backpack boy i think that he's really out of it here and could be an easy vote i can see him getting knocked out okay so um rent ned and claire sawyer have their idols um both claire and ned play it i presume Art. because they have to play it I, i'm yeah. guessing this is the last point they can so the first vote will go to claire sawyer future lawyer does not count and the second vote will go to Claire Sawyer. Future lawyer does not count. That's two votes gone. Three votes remain. Ren, the third vote will go to Backpack Boy, as will the fourth vote and the fifth vote go to Backpack Boy. I think we know exactly how these votes played out. We do. Yeah. So uh, we had, what, Ned, uh, Claire, and... Loomer. Loomer? Okay, because Ned and Loomer just bonded. Yep. 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 
<clears throat> Alright. Uh, we are in the finale part two, Ren. Final so four. We are at our final four. Uh, we have Ned and Claire are very strong. Ned and Loomer just recently made a connection. I think that's really smart gameplay of Ned. Um, Ned's got to be the one who I, I would think. I, I think Ned's game to lose. Yeah, because at this point, so even if he loses immunity, Claire's going to protect him. Right? So that's an instant two blocks vote, two voting blocks together. Loomer, I think, could give her take, like, could care less about the lunch lady. I think the lunch lady is in the most immediate danger. Yeah, I think she needs to win. I think she needs to win here. Um, yeah, let's see it. I'm tense. I'm I feeling can't... tense. Okay. Uh, no new alliances. Okay. So, <laughs> what's our well, final immunity challenge here? Blind maze. Castaways have to navigate through a maze blindfolded. First castaway to retrieve four necklaces at stations within the maze, and then find the immunity necklace wins. And our winner of the of the final immunity challenge is Ned. Yes. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him too. This is um I think you and I kind of counted him out. We because it's because Corey was eliminated so early. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just didn't expect any <laughs> statistical scenario where ned made it to the end there's a one in 20 chance that our main character of ned's declassified would show up here and damn has he shown up ren this is his fifth but is his fifth win is it this is he's been For, doing a fourth or fifth tonight. individual immunity win but he, he also won that challenge as well um uh, with treasure island let's check out how the tribe's doing there's nothing the time there's to use idols has ended yes there's nothing with tribe events Lunch lady's got to be gone. Ren, the, the first vote will go to Claire Story, future lawyer. The second vote will go to the lunch lady. The third vote will go to the lunch lady. And Ren, the fourth vote in player leaving is the lunch lady. Makes sense. Okay. So let's talk about, um, before we go on to the votes here. Um, well, actually, hold on. Okay. So before we go on to tribal council, Ren, uh, what is their pitch here? What will Loomer pitch to our jury? of why he should win this game. What has he done? What has his journey been like? He's persevered. He he, and he stepped foot on the island heartbroken, and he's committed to leaving heartbroken. Mm -hmm. Throughout it all, Loomer has never betrayed his feelings, and he's made it this far without, you know, without causing problems, without making waves. He didn't take charge like Ned did, but he still played a respectable game. Yeah, and he... Well enough he... to make it this far. And I, mean, I feel like I feel like Loomer is the underdog right here. Yes. Yeah, I think he's got to really be able to pitch himself, which is difficult against a lawyer and a challenge beast like Ned. Yeah. Um, he's really, really going to be able to pitch himself. Um, and I mean, if we're looking at who's on the um, the jury, it would be pretty much the folks that we've had on there since Merge. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if he has strong relationships with any of them. I don't think he does, unfortunately. Um, Rent, uh... I'm going to have you go ahead and pitch why Ned, but do like a 30-second pitch. A 30-second pitch? Yeah. Why Why would Ned win? Why should he win? He's been dominating this game from start to finish. I don't think anyone's racked up as many immunities as Ned. And that's really... I don't need a 30 seconds. That's it. <laughs> you got to respect the game, right? Ned's been doing an excellent job since the very beginning. And, you know, we, ha we haven't been expecting this from him. You and I both ruled him out pretty much immediately, which I think makes the fact that he keeps winning these immunities more impressive. Because I'll be honest, 
I was expecting Ned to be out around the same time Gordy got out. And if not by then, then around the time we lost the Weasel. But the fact he's made it to the finale, and that he could conceivably win this, I, I it, it makes me happy. I, I became like a real fan of him throughout this three, two-hour ordeal. Yeah, I think Ned has the strongest um, argument, for sure, to take this. Um, and Claire Sawyer, though, I, does she have any, any say? She's been, like, riding Ned's coattails, almost. Well, we could say she's riding Ned's coattails, but we could also say she's the other half of, of the success yeah. story of their alliance. Yeah, she's the deal-breaker. Like, Ned's been winning the immunity challenges and stuff, but I don't know. Claire's a savvy person. All right. Um, you ready to see when Ned, uh, see Ned win a million bucks? Let's see. Okay. And we are at our final tribal. Um, they face the jury, proceed to the reunion show. Um, all right, proceed. I kind of want to do the, okay, no. So we'll do the, it'll, they'll just tell us the winner and then we'll see the votes. Okay. Um, I, I kind of want to do the votes though. All right, click the votes first. All right. All right. So Ren, um, we're going to have... Coconut Head will vote for Ned to win. He felt that Ned deserved to win for winning lots of immunity challenges. Yeah, yeah. and then Dusty Chopsaw will vote for Ned to win as well. He, he felt that Ned deserved to win for winning lots of immunity <laughs> challenges. Uh, and then Seth Powers on our jury, great to have him back, will also vote for Ned. He felt that Ned deserved to win for winning lots of immunity challenges. And then Mr. Monroe will vote for Ned. He felt that Ned deserved to win for winning lots of immunity <laughs> challenges. Uh, the Weasel will vote for Ned. She felt she was uncertain, but felt that Ned did better at jury questioning. Susie <clears throat> will vote for Ned. She felt that Ned deserved to win for winning lots of immunity challenges. Mr. Sweeney will vote for Ned. He was uncertain, but felt that Ned did better at jury questioning. Backpack Boy votes for Ned. He felt that Ned deserved to win for winning lots of immunity challenges. And lastly, the lunch lady votes for Ned. She felt that Ned had the most balanced game. Yeah, Ned is our unanimous winner here. Everyone voted for Ned. Ned wins by a vote of 9-0-0. Mm-hmm. What an outstanding victory. I mean, he he had a super strong um, alliance in the beginning. It was shaky in the first because hold on, i'm gonna go back for a second um uh, it was shaky with was it the first one yeah in the that first one um it was really shaky where he was against lisa zemo loomer and uh squirrely who were all actively voting against the alliance and then it was like an uphill battle from there but he it, he earned it he finally made it happen there's a fan favorite in Let's here see. as well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Seth Powers, the hilarious man himself, will take home the Sprint Wireless Fan Fever <laughs> Award. Good for him. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that that boy was just handed uh, like 50k or whatever. Wow. Wow. Should we look uh, at their stats? Yeah, let's check out some of these stats. Uh, so the winner, yeah, we got Ned. Let's check out these placements just to remind us uh, of how everything kind of shook out. Uh, anyone who you really feel like uh, hung in too long? Hung in too long? Hmm. I guess Backpack Boy. Like, yeah. he, he was uninteresting. It would have been funny if he made it to the final three. But, like, yeah. he, he made it so far and was just kind of unremarkable the whole way. 
Yes, yeah, he, he didn't really have any strong relationships. There, uh, never once was he in an alliance. He just really kind of floated his way there. I think it was a real shame that we lost Moe's, Gordy, and Cookie pretty much immediately. <laughs> well, I love that you called it. You knew Cookie was not long for the journey. Yep. First one to go. Yeah, you said he he will die out here. And sure <laughs> enough, he did. And then he popped up on a bunch of reward challenges down the road. Um, yeah, yeah, I felt really good about that. Um, my favorite, my favorite, like grouping, like pairing that we had was for sure Zemo, Squirrely, and Loomer. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. They were they were the dream team when they were in action. Yeah. Um, and then they just got taken out by by our winner. Oh, Bryce, look at that. Loomer was the runner-up, not Claire. Uh, well, I don't I don't know. It's, it says runner-up number two. Well, it's number two. It's not number okay. one. It's silver. It's, it's, like, it's like the silver of silver, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, let's check out... Okay, this is just a summary of all the votes. Other statistics. Anything else here that stands out? Uh, total wins. Ned had seven. Yeah. He had five immunities overall. Lunch Lady, Seth Powers, Claire Sawyer, and Loomer all had one each. Mm-hmm. Um, the Weasel received 17 votes. Wow. They he, really wanted him out. He, yeah. And Ned got zero votes. So not only was he, that a unanimous win in the end, but he didn't get a single vote the entire game. No one also voted for Chopsaw out, but he got himself out. <laughs> Dang. The it, game would have been so different if... Um, Chopsaw had either flipped or if just someone else had drawn that rock there. Well, it would have completely changed the back half because the lunch lady would have had Chopsaw mm-hmm. to bail her out. Oh, man. Man, we could have been looking at a lunch lady Chopsaw final, too. I like that Susie was most strategic. Yeah, I don't get that. Um, <laughs> is, is, is she the, the real brain behind this alliance? Like Maybe she was it? the brains at first, and then her getting eliminated made, mm-hmm. Ned, made Ned step up his game. Yeah, and Loomer, who, um, I mean, Loomer collected people, right? Yeah. So that makes sense to me. He knew where he needed to be and who to make relationships with uh, when he needed to. So, um, wow. So in our Hall of Champions sits Boomer the Bear and now one Ned Bigby. Incredible. Uh, could not have been written at all, right? This, could this have made like... this stuff up. Great survivor. I liked it more than our first one. Yeah, uh, it was really fantastic. The dynamic at the merge where it was five and five and then two powerful alliances of three on both sides was interesting. It's, they played um, The folks on the bottom could have and should have stuck together. They should have. They, they messed themselves up. Yeah, yeah, they completely messed it up when uh, the lunch lady and Sweeney fought. Yeah. Um. All right. Wow, Rin. Let's... Um, Anything else on that game? That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I hope that folks listening enjoyed it as well. Uh, I would love to take a look at some of our end season report cards. Yes, let's look how everyone did at the end of the semester. Yes. Uh, So our goal here, I think, is to see of our honors kids, so our main three, um, who had the highest grades. Yeah. And then uh, I would love to look at, if we're looking at CP folks, just in general, like who maybe could be worth promoting to honors? Like, okay. do we put Gordy in honors as he continues to be a presence in the show? Um, is there anyone else who we promote, or Probably do we? Susie. 
yeah, Susie, we know, is going to be kind of a bigger presence as well. Lisa Zemo. All right. Well, we'll, all right. Let's go through these characters. Let's figure out who we're promoting. Okay. Um, so are we looking at the CP folks first? Yeah, let's look at CP first. Okay. So, um, yeah, we have Lisa Zemo here. Uh, she was a big presence at early in the season when she was new, first introduced. Uh, kind of fell off the face of the earth, though. Yeah, she tapered off by the end. Yeah. I um, do, like just knowing how the show plays out though I do know we're going to be seeing more of her. Yes. Um I would be interested in promoting her to honors for next season. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um I'm just going to make like a little sheet for her. All right, who's next uh, on our CP list? On our CP list. Uh yeah, yeah. Huge crew. <laughs> okay, so we we only updated them once. <laughs> Um, I think I, we I think we added them to have them. Yeah, I don't know if we see them again. Um, very powerful, a lot of stamina, not a lot of smarts from them. So strong though. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if we see much more of them. To be honest, they are they've been an interesting presence in season one. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were phased out. Yeah. Um, Susie Crabgrass is someone who I feel like we've seen a lot of throughout the season. And I would be interested always, in tracking. She's not always in focus, but she's no. there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I definitely I definitely agree with promoting her for okay. honors. What about, um, is it Martin Squirrely is next? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, we'll, I think we'll keep no. seeing him. Mm -hmm. Like, he strikes me as someone who will remain, like, one of the more present supporting characters. Yeah. But I don't think we'll see him getting lots and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he kind of had his big moment already, right, as the, uh... Le Forger. The Le Forger. Le Forger. Claire Sawyer is important because she helps move the plot along, but I don't mm -hmm. see her as honors. Nope. No, I don't either. Um, mm -hmm. Coconut Head, I know, is in the show throughout, but, what, like, I still don't really get him. He's like, a, he's like, he's, co he's comic relief in its purest form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he deserves to be honors. No. Uh, Backpack Boy, I almost, I think Backpack Boy actually disappears. Ren, really? That's surprising, yes. given how prominent he is. Yeah, I, I don't, don't quote me on that. It might be we might be seeing a lot more of him, mm -hmm. but I think that he's also had his moment in the sun. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, um, Mister Quest. Uh, <laughs> he appears a few times. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely one of the least present teachers yeah yeah I, I, I don't even know if he was a rapping teacher i don't think he was no nope um mr wright it's so funny i'm like looking at these names and i have like even more love for them because we just like of the <laughs> survivor <laughs> game we just did with them it's so funny yeah i'm like oh mr wright the one who loves the weasel um i think mr wright becomes more prominent later but yeah not yet. no timmy Toot Toot, i think is a i think he's also done i hate him yep Never want to see him again. Uh, Seth Powers. <laughs> I could see him becoming more prominent. I actually don't know how Moses like romance plays out in the show. No, I don't know how it plays out either. If it's long term or if it's more like she gets over Seth because she realizes Seth is dumber than a block of wood. Yeah. Um, uh, Gordy. I think so it makes Gord sense to promote Gordy. Yeah, I think Gordy's one that we should be following for sure. Like the fact that he's not main cast, but Monroe is. Mm. So weird. 
Yeah. Uh, Killer Bees. I, I The uh, fact that we saw them again at all yeah. surprised me. So, Loomer, one could make an argument for. I... I feel like he's been the focus of enough plots where we should promote him. Yes. Yeah, he definitely has been, um, and he'll definitely be involved now because he is part of a, like, love quad... Like, a love rectangle. Quad angle? Quad angle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, Mr. Monroe. <laughs> he's technically in the credits, but I'm not considering him main no. cast. Nope. Uh, and then we have two left here. We have Sweeney. Nah. And the lunch lady, who I don't think. I'm saying no I mean, to her, too. No. Other than making it far in Survivor, <laughs> I don't think. But there's much more to her. So good. Okay, so we promoted some folks here. Um, in general, Rand, I, I gave kind of a, a little overview of everyone's grades uh, earlier. Yeah. It, it looks to me like of the CP group, the college prep group, uh, Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, stands far uh, above the rest. Oh, absolutely. Her grades are high. She's high grades. She's a lot of power in the school. So much stamina with the legal work she looks through. And she is a social butterfly. So You really got to appreciate the hustle. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of shout her out as we were giving grades uh, throughout the season to different different characters. She honors. for not. We won't put her into honors, but she's like... Emotionally honors. Emotionally honors, yeah. Uh, okay, so if we're looking at our main cast... Ren. Um, let's start. Do you want to start with like Cookie, maybe? Yeah, I'll start with Cookie. Okay. So, um, looks like Cookie, in general, had a lot of highs and lows. <laughs> I think Cookie ended in a pretty decent place, all things considered. Yeah, he went up and down a lot. Uh, it, his social status started with a C plus and ended with a C plus. Um, his academics went down a little bit. His power went really high up there yeah by a good uh 72 to 92 yeah so he, he made it up there pretty high and then uh his stamina went down a little bit i think we realized that he's not waterproof no so yeah he had a lot of misfires and then mose on the other hand she is of the main three also she's like claire sawyer where she just like excels in everything I th- and I think Moe's has the actual best report card put together. Yes. Yes, she does. And, like, consistent as well. If you look at our grades for her throughout the season, she started, like, her lowest, she started as at a uh, B- minus in social status, but made her way up to an A because of the different social connections she was making. You know what's funny? Mm-hmm. We can kind of use these report cards to chart how consistently characters were written throughout a season. Yeah. Cookie goes up and down because they flip-flop between how he's depicted, mm-hmm. whereas Moe's is pretty static because they they know her voice and they stick to it. They really know who she is, yeah. Um, Ned, uh, you kind of see the same thing, right? Um, other than, let's see what Red is. Red is his social status. So, like, socially, it seems like that's the area that he's been all over the place in. Yeah, they don't really know what Ned's popularity yeah. is in terms of writing. No. A um, bunch of people go to him, but is it, like, why do they go to him is unsure. Otherwise, like, academics, like, they determine, like, he's he's a pretty averagely smart kid, right? Yeah. Um, And then his power is, like, pretty average. Uh, well, it's it's low, right? He has kind of low it's power. Low. But um, that's pretty consistent as well. So. 
he's like a, an everyman. He's not, a, he's not he like is. extraordinary, but that's what makes him an underdog and why you want to root for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's an awesome point you bring up, Ren, is that showing, like, thinking about these grades and seeing what the consistencies were throughout the season does help to just understand, like, who was written consistently and maybe who wasn't. It's so it's so interesting to look yeah. at. I love the little graph you have. Yeah. Um, I mean, so those are our, our big three, Ren. <sighs> good for was them. It? They yeah. had a good year. <laughs> they did have a good year. We'll be seeing them again next year uh, for their next school year question mark we don't know how season two will start no we don't no we don't know if it's just a little gap or anything but um all right and so i guess the other thing ren that we wanted to do was we wanted to give a overall like season one discussion like give it some a little bit more thought and then what would we rate it but also for reference we should also rate cory in the house one and two that's right okay uh, do you need to think about your ratings for one and no. two for Corey? Okay. Well, what would you I, rate season one? I would give season one of Corey a two out of 10. Okay. Um, I would give it a three out of 10. Okay. Uh, what about season two? I give it a one out of 10. I also give it a one out of 10. Very bad television. <laughs> it was not good. And we don't, we don't have to dwell on that. We've talked about Corey enough. No. But I, no, I just no, want to no. offer our ratings as a frame of reference. Mm-hmm. Um, what about ned's declassified so okay i thought this season was interesting uh i thought the first half of the season was better than the second half overall yeah Um, let me open up my uh your ratings yeah yeah i pulled mine up as well yeah so just like i so something that tv shows do a lot in their first season is they rearrange the order of episodes so that the better episodes air first, like quality-wise. And that's something we saw in Corey a lot. Yes. Where episodes were aired out of order, mainly because it seemed like the later ones, the everyone was more familiar with what they should be doing. Yep. And I can see that being the case with Ned's in terms of quality. Because, like, Rumors, fo- like, sorry, Crush's Dances, that has a total season finale vibe to it. Yes, it does. And it's the standout episode of the season. But if you want viewers, wouldn't you rather make that the fifth episode instead of the last one? But the end result is that the back half is lopsided with the weaker episodes. Yeah. I'm not saying this is what happened with Ned's. I don't know that for a fact. But the feeling I get is that the first half is very consistently strong and the second half is pretty consistently weak. Yep. Yeah, I think think that's something that you notice as well. Um... Something I do want to give Ned's Declassified a lot of credit for, and I think something that maybe made it stand out so much is that they have consistent through lines throughout season one. So, like, you can watch one episode and you get it. Like, you you understand the characters, you get it. But, like, I really believe that in watch, like, having just watched the first season run, that there was different elements to it that really were elevated by knowing the context of the past episodes. I agree. The show handles continuity surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. Not always super well, but well enough where I actually notice when it's not handled well, which is significant because I don't with shows that handle it poorly because I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, and like, um, if you look at 
something like uh like to compare this to like drake and josh right like drake and josh you can watch any episode of that and it's it's always the same yeah it's always like the same starting point there's no character development here i mean in season one you had moe's finally in the end feeling a little bit more comfortable making friends with girls um you had cookie going through i don't know cookie didn't really have like a through line did he no, but, but Ned had an arc. Ned had had his whole arc with um with trying to figure out like trying to make things work with Susie, um finally doing it and then getting locked in the closet. So yeah, he had like that that consistent piece as well. Like Loomer had it. Um a lot of the supporting characters have kind of through lines. We saw Lisa Zemo to an extent had it, um, with wanting to make friends and be closer with people like Cookie. So like, I just appreciate that. I like that um, this show doesn't have to do that, but they do. And I think that the reason why they do is because it um, makes the world feel that much more real. I agree. I think the show does a very good job at grounding its characters mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. Like, the greater scope is great. And I love where the characters are going. I love their little chemistry and dynamics. I think the show's greatest strength is that it captures the feeling of middle school without being like literal to the experience yes it's authentic in the in like in what it represents in what characters represent it's very silly and cartoony and comical Mm -hmm. and over the top but that's kind of how life is when you're a kid and that's how you kind of see things so it works it does yeah i will say that the uh the more fantastical elements like the nickelodeon cameos (sighs) They immediately take me out. I don't like. I don't even like them on a, on even wanting to humor them level. So like, like I, they're 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 completely cynical, and I refuse to see them as anything else. I like. Um. I mean, I can separate those things. I like some of the more like fantastical elements. Like I liked the whole like the bus bump and me too. Uh, Cookie me too. and Gordy trying to dig their way in this past episode. Like I like those. They were the the atomic flush, right? Like all these what, things. What, what I'm referring to are like the Cosmo and Wanda cameos, yes, the yeah. random SpongeBob, SpongeBob, SpongeBob <laughs> costume, atrocious, and uh, Romeo teaching the teachers how to rap. Like I, I don't want to be reminded of your other Nickelodeon shows. I don't. When when that happens, it completely shatters the illusion mm-hmm. that this is like a a story, and just reminds me that it's another Nickelodeon show yep. where the bottom line is to advertise and market Nickelodeon. Yeah. And it sucks because Ned's is otherwise like a show with a lot of style and soul Mm -hmm. that actually gives a shit about its story, but it's attached to a network that's Nickelodeon. And it's a shame. I don't think Nickelodeon suits Ned's. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if any channel would better. Like, Ned's has such a unique tone to it in that it's live action, but also like it does feel a little bit cartoony. Um, like it, it doesn't feel Disney to me because it seems like a little bit too without the laugh track. Like it feels yeah. a little bit too dry for me. Which well, is, it, does, it doesn't feel like Nickelodeon to me either, though. Is yeah. the thing. It's I don't know. I I just feel like Nick is the wrong channel because of what feels like mandates from the executives bleeding into the show. Mm-hmm. I feel like like it, it's just a detriment when I see Cosmo and Wanda pop up. It's not funny. It's annoying. Yeah yeah um i mean so overall ren did you enjoy this season 
I did like this season. I I didn't like it as much as I thought I would, though. Same. Same. I think I feel like it peaked in the middle. It feels like when we watched Corey and we got to the Russian uh, yep. airplane episode, and then everything after that was downhill. This has been a lot less of a steep downhill. It has been. And there have been great episodes in the back mm-hmm. or There have been two great episodes in the back half. Yes. These last five weeks. Yes. Um, but with that said, like, I feel like hopefully going into season two, they've found their footing. They know a little bit more about who these characters are, the world, like what should and what doesn't, doesn't make sense in the world of Ned's. Uh, and I'm, I'm personally really looking forward to seeing how season two, um, kind of follows this up. Me too. And in a way, I'm actually kind of glad there's room for improvement. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't peak so early. I'm not like impressed, super impressed with what we've gotten in the end. Mm-hmm. I like Ned's at its best. I love, but I don't feel like it's at its best as often as it should be. Like if you and I weren't watching it for the podcast, I don't, I'm not convinced I would have kept with it for my own oh. like recreation. Okay. Um, no, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, so to me, I think these are also the episodes that I've seen the most. Mm-hmm. I think uh, because I think to, me too, actually. Cause... To that point, I've tried to rewatch it, and I've watched like the first season, and then I'll like trail off and go do something else. Mm-hmm. Like when I was growing up, these I I think this season was when I was at the perfect age range for Ned's its first yeah. season. Because while I did watch, well, I did, I did I remember watching the finale live. Mm-hmm. So I did watch it as it aired, yep. but I definitely like this was the season where I would watch it and watch it and like rewatch it, watch it on demand, mm-hmm. and like that that dropped off after the first season because I just yeah. didn't I I don't think when I was younger I couldn't really figure out when new episodes of stuff was airing, especially for Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really able to keep up with Ned's too carefully. Yep. But this season, you know, there were a lot of episodes I remembered. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the, like, the iconic moments from the show are right here. So, um, Ren, I'm gonna, I, I'm feeling comfortable and ready to give my, like, season number. Me too. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna give it a 6.5. Bryce, I was actually gonna give it a 6.5 too. Oh my gosh, we're always too similar with these numbers, Ren. I, th- I think it's bound to change. We've yeah. had some upsets. Yeah, I think uh, 6.5 feels like, um... It, to me, feels like there's room for improvement, but this is a good first start. Yeah, it's respectable, especially for a Nick show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I think it's fighting an uphill battle sometimes with it yep. just with its budget, and the 11-minute segments don't always work in its benefit, I feel. Mm-mm. But more often than not, it does. I would love to see, and I don't know if they do it later on, I would love to see just a 21-minute episode. Me too. I'd like to see what that means for Ned's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be very interested in seeing that. Um, I'm excited to do season two, but uh, before then, I'm more excited to watch Phantom of the Megaplex. Me too. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to be recorded talking about this monologue that you and I have uh, <laughs> completely destroyed and roasted for the past like three or so years. It's This was always, this and Smart House were my favorite decoms growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just loved them. Um, and even better, like uh, it's on Disney Plus. So if anyone wants to watch along 
or share thoughts, you know, they can watch it. You can watch it with us. Uh, Brent, I don't know how long this podcast has been. It's but been long, Brent. It's feeling like we got to close it. We do, don't we? <laughs> feeling like we got to close it. Um, so with that said, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, if you've made it this far. And uh, otherwise, I would like to say uh, find us on social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts if you have any thoughts. And uh, otherwise, just continue to tune in and we'll see you next week for Phantom of the Microplex and then Nedzy Classified Season 2 in two weeks. I hope you enjoy the island nation of Paraguay. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye. <laughs>